Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday show. Something's going on over here. <laughs> that was fancy. Wow. Something's going on over here. These guys have these guys haven't seen it yet. So uh, no, this is all brand new. To this us. is all brand new. Uh, first of all, shout outs to Rick the Hado for giving us the concept and everything like that. But uh, uh, I have put in a lot of work in the last couple of months <laughs> to do a lot of cool things. And uh, one of the things that Rick talked about was, you know, a lot of people do end up watching the show on mobile. And so we want to do something that was a little more mobile friendly as well, but just a cleaner look overall. So shout outs to the Hado once again. So big ups to the homie Rick. Yeah, but shout-outs to you as well for executing on this. I'm <laughs> looking at my screen as I'm talking. Like, this looks so cool. <laughs> I love the layout on this, man. It's so yeah. it's so cool. We it look works. like we belong in the year 2021 now. Yeah. We're not back in 2014 anymore. It's good. It's awesome. Yeah. And, I love and, it. and as much as, you know, people like the table format and stuff like that, you know, it's it's neat. It's it's cool. The 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 one thing that actually makes me kind of sad is, you know, I mean, the, the, thing, the thing that makes me prefer it this way is that now David and Tubo don't have to throw up green screens all the time. <laughs> that was definitely so, a bit of work. Yeah, yeah, I won't lie. I won't lie, but oh, I do think that this looks really cool. Good work to you. Yeah. Um, I have not uh, been around for a while, so I missed three Tuesday shows, which is, I believe... Yeah actually the most in a row i've ever missed in well, 10 years well remember it was only two because there wasn't a tuesday show last yeah night. yeah but i haven't not done the tuesday show oh, in three consecutive weeks yeah, for yeah. 10 okay. years okay. i really think that's the number um so that's pretty cool i guess it was a good streak it was nice while it lasted uh, i've been traveling a lot we moved into a new place this is a brand new background for example mm -hmm. uh, so for me it's been a super busy last month month and a half and i'm really really happy to be settled into a new place not traveling anywhere getting back <laughs> to doing the tuesday show and the like oh that's well, cool we're glad to have you back oh. for sure miles says hi oh miles hi all miles. right well What's going on, Miles? That's my boy. Yeah. Here's what we have to talk about on the side of the screen, as you can see. We're going to be talking about stuff like, obviously, yeah, Guilty Gear Strive is out. We'll talk all about Strive. We'll spend quite a while on that. We will talk with L.I. Joe. That's right. Long Island Joe will be on the show in about half an hour or so to talk about Strive and other stuff as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yep, we're going to yep. be doing viewer questions, of course, from 5-5 Matchup. We got some fun ones this week. Uh, there's other stuff with respect to a couple of the, the other games, E3 stuff to talk about, KOF, Sam show. Uh, there's some community stuff like about CEO and ECT and Vortex Gallery and so forth. And then we got a fun set of mailbag things. There's some tournament results even. We got a lot of stuff to talk about since it has been a couple of weeks <laughs> and there have been some big things that have happened since last time we did this. Well, the biggest thing obviously is... Uh, the fact that Guilty Gear Strive is out now, right? So, Guilty Gear Strive. Is it everything that we were hoping it would be? Yes and no? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, here's here's the, maybe one problem, is that uh, I set up my PlayStation, like, earlier today. Right. <laughs> I mean, don't, didn't you get uh, it I on... Just, like I said, I haven't, I haven't been around. Didn't you get uh, it so on PC? I mean, I would imagine... I, gotta, I have it on both. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have okay. it on both, yeah. 
and on PC, just before we were going live, I was like doing missions, you know. I'm at, <laughs> I'm at the very, very early stage of things. I really haven't gotten a chance to put any time into it. Uh, have you two played much of it? Let me tell you. When I'm not playing Strive, I'm thinking about Strive. <laughs> I'm not thinking about Strive, I'm playing Strive, okay? Yeah, I've played I've played quite a bit. I, I've Dude, played... I... I actually think that that's the perfect way to, for you to put it because it implies that while you're playing, you're not thinking, which is exactly how you play Strive. Tiki. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're here so we go. Tiki. Already, Tiki. already, we're gonna we're gonna make fun of the Totsugeki Club. All right, listen. First and foremost, we can get into this later. But secondly, May is a thinking man's character, and you you don't forget that. <laughs> You don't forget that. Or women's or anywhere in between. It's a thinking human's character, for sure. Mm -hmm. Tempest mm -hmm. is a genius. That's how Tempest took second place in that tournament, which I'm sure <laughs> we'll end up talking about. We will talk about that, definitely. Yeah. Okay, oh, well, I mean, you, you, have, you have played it a lot. James, have you yeah. played much of it? So I've played a lot of... Uh, I played a little bit of ranked. I got to the 10th floor, and then outside of that was mostly me just trying to set things up and then just a ton of training mode like i have Ooh. just every time i'm just sitting here i'm like training mode. like I, I i've i've been losing sleep because i just keep trying to practice you know potemkin stuff all day and i'm just like trying to come up with new things with potemkin and there's just so many fascinating just like really dumb things you could do with the character so uh i'm 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 having such a blast labbing right now and even messing with a few of the other characters but only slightly but mostly just been a lot of potemkin labbing right now um okay um uh, so the opposite i've been playing everyone yeah not no i mean i shouldn't say i've put in all right, so I probably have put in a lot of lap time, but also a lot of playing everyone. <laughs> okay, so in 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 playing, let's let's talk about the sort of overview first before we get to individual parts of the game. Sure. Your just sort of overall top down fast review of Guilty Gear Strive. Um, uh, it's an incredible, amazing fighting game, but an okay video game. <laughs> that's a good okay. way to put it okay. <laughs> i mean for me uh it is not your classic guilty gear but it's still guilty gear and all cries of worrying about the game not having any depth are wildly unfounded in my opinion so yeah that's 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 where i'm coming from <laughs> I definitely want to talk about that later too, but that might be more of a Joe okay. subject, so I'll wait on that. Okay, yeah, I mean we can get to that as well. No, no big deal. Uh, my perspective so far is basically as somebody who's been watching. So you right. know, I haven't of had course. that much time to to watch even. I haven't had any time to play, but so the the only experience I have really is well, I played the beta, I guess, but I also have been watching. Like I watched the mm -hmm. tournament that Levin put on, and Evo, I've been watching some yeah. of the other stuff that people just streaming. Um, and it, it is fun to watch. I will definitely say that. And it's, in part, I think it's going to it's gonna get complicated, right, as we talked about in <laughs> our discussion of the beta. It's already but, starting to. Right, right. But, like, right off the bat, it's not so complicated to watch, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to get like that, I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But as I was watching those events, I was the whole time I was like, well, I have like a small handle on what these characters do. And that was good enough to like watch and have fun and, right, and right. enjoy it, which is 
um, which is a good sign for sure for the game. Um, so I I enjoyed that a lot, and then my little perusal of the missions was pretty pretty good actually, and I'm really excited to play. You know, I was uh, I was mentioning during the our beta talk that I didn't feel that I was very excited for it. And then yeah. we had Flux on like 20 minutes later, <laughs> and Flux like convinced me to care about it again. And um, yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I do. I feel like I'm excited for it. So I'm I'm looking okay. forward to spending more time with it. That's good to hear. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, we'll talk about Levo in just a little bit, uh, but I mean, for the most part. I was so glad to have that actually uh, show up and to, to, to play because just to watch the, the higher level play and just kind of seeing the, the stuff that people are doing. And I think that, you know, from a visual standpoint, I think the game is fantastic to watch. Like, it's yeah. one of the more audience-friendly games that I think has been around in a long time. And I know, I, I can tell that was one of their focuses uh, when designing the game, you know, actually considering it, considering people watching because it is an eSport. And I just, I just think it's just, it's so, I just think it's so, it's so kinetic. All the, 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 the even the wall shattering, the counter, the combo meter, everything. It's just like, I think it worked. I think it actually worked visually, and I'm I'm really happy with with the how the game is. It it can be hyped, the slowdown on the counters and all those things like that. Like mm. it's good for viewership, I think, and, and it, it might be one of the best audience fighting games in a long time. Well, it's certainly beautiful, right? Nobody disagrees with that. And like I said, I enjoyed watching it in those events, and, and I've enjoyed just watching people stream. Uh, h- hanging out, watching them, you know, play ranked or whatever, whatever, be in training sure. mode, that kind of stuff. It's been fun. It's been fun. So uh, I think that's a really good sign for the future of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to get to more individual parts of it? Obviously, the graphics are great. I don't know if we even need to talk about that. It's beautiful. <laughs> but when it comes to maybe the the sort of the gameplay, um, I, I do think I do think it's good to talk about this question of whether it's simple or, or, or not, or how you guys would characterize your views on the sort of game engine. Depends on what you want to call simple. Okay. Uh, not to call out James or Flo here, but James tweeted something which was a left-right fireball mix-up with Kai from Roll Cancel. Mm-hmm. Or from Robin Cancel, sorry. Right. And James said something like along the lines of, I thought this game was going to be simple. And Ari replied, what's not simple about this? Right. So I really think like where you're coming from on (laughs) simplicity matters. Mm -hmm. If you're mostly like a Street Fighter player and or even like a KI player and you see uh, a fireball RC'd into a left right mix up like that's that's different. That's not something that you necessarily have seen before. I mean, I guess there's Fulgore in KI. Maybe KI is not the best example. I saw KI yeah. players going nuts about that same mix-up. That's why I brought them up. Okay. Um, <laughs> just, to, just to be flat-out honest. But yeah, I, I guess it really depends on what your level of simplicity is, because uh, I don't think the, the game is simple by any means, but also I played Marvel 3 competitively for like four or five years, and still commentated to this day. And there's nothing in Guilty Gear right now that is going to make me go, oh my god, that's so messed up, because I played Marvel. 
so it, I think it's just really if you came from just Street Fighter and you see this stuff, you're like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. But if you come from Marvel, it's, you know, it, it just is what it is. <laughs> so, but I, I don't think the game is simple at all. I think the game is going to evolve a ton, uh, and we're already seeing this. And man, I, I I hate saying this, but bro, it's 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 so sick and creative. It's so open <laughs> world. It's an open world fighting game. Like it it really is though, man. The the RC system is amazing. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you know, you brought up that Kai mix-up, right? The reason why I said that is because Kai's never gotten a left-right mix-up on his meaty heavy fireball before. Oh, okay. Outside of a very obvious Roman cancel run, follow it from full screen away kind of thing. But off of the sweep, you almost always just use the meaty, right? You've always just thrown it as a meaty and then you got the pressure afterwards. He's never really gotten the left-right mid-screen that comboed into right. a dust that went, like, into more combos after. Like, I, you know, I, I get it. Like, you know, I get it where Ari is coming from because, like you said, he's thinking about old Guilty Gears and he wants it to be just completely, you know, batshit, broken kind of mix-up kind of things. And uh, it, that's not the purpose of the game. Like, we know that that's not what the game is supposed to be. That's not the of the game. That's not the smell of the game. And, 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 you know, it's just, it's one of those things that people have to realize. You know what I mean? But, you know, my point was that everybody was talking about the game like it was going to play like CVS 2. Like you can win with Sagat just crouch fiercing everybody to death. No. You know what I mean? No. And it's obviously not that. And, you know, from the system mechanic, I think the RC drift and the fast cancel is like, like, I mean, I always thought Roman cancels were amazing as a mechanic already just to allow you to express yourself and allow you to you know do all sorts of crazy stuff but i feel like the rc drift and the fast cancel you know are like the amount that you're able to do and the amount that we haven't discovered yet <laughs> i think is uh is pretty insane yeah, yeah i think that's I, where I a lot of the a lot of the juice is for mm -hmm. sure i mean mm -hmm. In, in watching and in playing with the beta and and minimally playing and training mode so far, yeah, that's that's the fun stuff to me. The I can imagine why people who are coming at this from being longtime Guilty Gear players are put off by other things. Like, yeah, that's that's something that is new that will. You know, nobody can see the future, right? Well, we can all guess that there's going to be some complexity that comes from that, but like nobody really knows what that's going to be. Mm -hmm. um, whereas. You can you can see that like things are not there that were there before like more complex gatlings and stuff like that that right. just aren't so like you feel like you're losing stuff without it being clear necessarily that there is going to be new interesting stuff um, but yeah I think that new interesting stuff probably is going to be there and I'm not somebody who comes at this from being a guilty gear player mm -hmm. in the past so I don't I don't really feel like I have um, I I'm not let down in any way my expectations are weren't there i didn't have expectations about what a guilty gear was going to be like i've i've never taken the series seriously uh, not for 15 years or whatever anyway uh, so yeah I, I i don't have that view so for me it's it's more about like what can i find than what's lacking 
Right. And I think there's going to be a lot there. I think there's. I think we're going to find a lot of stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, you were talking about this, and keep in mind that you know this is going to happen to a, a series like Guilty Gear. It's going to happen to Tekken if Harada ever decides to uh, tweak the way the Tekken plays. Like if he ever tries to do a system reboot of Tekken. But Guilty Gear has always been one of the strongest legacy games ever, in so much to the point that every time they find a bug they just keep it in there like they're just like you know what okay jump installs let's program jump installs to the new engine oh uh faust you know uh f you know the the fd cancels on his 2k so he can do instant overheads and stuff like that yeah that wasn't intended but let's just keep it because it's cool you know like this game has had legacy more so than almost any other fighting game. They keep adding new systems, but for the most part, if you're a Faust player and you come in and you try to do FD cancels on your 2K, you're going to be able to do it, right? It's it's still there. Right. Now it's all gone. And so it, th- there is going to be a big frustration for a lot of people, especially if, you know, that's... And, you know, keep in mind, I'm a huge fan of Guilty Gear. I love everything about Guilty Gear, how it was before. But again, as a Street Fighter fan, someone who's used to having my games get completely upended, you know, repeatedly, I really like seeing Guilty Gear get upended in a kind of weird way. You know, I like seeing it change while still being Guilty Gear. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, kind of like David said, I don't have a... I'm actually really glad I don't have much of a grasp of what old Guilty Gear was. Because I didn't have to relearn anything. I just came in with a fresh mind. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, I mean, you can't take that away from Guilty Gear players. You can't make them come in with a fresh mind. But I think if this game didn't have the title Guilty Gear and it was a new IP and people played it, everyone would be losing their shit about how cool it is rather than it's not Guilty Who cares? Shut up. Who cares if it's not Guilty Gear anymore? The game is <laughs> so fun. It's so unique. Why are you complaining? It's just weird to me. I don't know. I've seen that so many times. I don't, it's not a perspective that I share. I feel the same way as James does. I'm just used to my my series changing substantially uh, over sure. the time. Not just with Street Fighter, but like Mortal Kombat has changed substantially each time. Like stuff like that. Um, so I'm cool with that. But I also see it every single time that people don't want to transition from one Street Fighter to the next, or one Mortal Kombat to the For next, sure. or, sure. or, or one Guilty Gear to the next. <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't personally engaged, but I do recall that when Exerd came out, people had, there was some oh, yeah. bad opinion. antagonism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's not my perspective, but like it just feels like so many people have that, that I'm not going to call it stupid. It just feels like a, it's a common perspective. And it, after all, like keep playing Exerd, you know, keep playing, right. Keep playing, uh, uh, whatever it is that you want to play that you feel like you're comfortable with. There's no reason to switch. Um, so I feel positive about this game. If, if other people don't, that's fine. And I don't think that it's like a silly or bad opinion necessarily. It's, it's all quite subjective. Um, but I also hope that, you know, they might give this game another look in the future if it does continue to get more complex, whether by you know, players figuring stuff out or what by, as basically every fighting game does nowadays, releases <laughs> relatively simple, and then they add on new wildness, new wildness. It, that Every single game is going yeah. through that loop. This game will probably do I that. I mean, Tribe is definitely going to do that, but I, 
actually feel the opposite after playing it, you know, for a week now. I guess early release was a little bit over a week ago now. Yeah. I don't think they really held back very much. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think some of the characters are extremely wild. If you look at, like, okay. Kino or Milia or uh, even, like, advanced Zato stuff, like, a lot of people think he sucks. But he can set up fuzzies by himself without meter. Like, he... he He's good, you know, like, there's a lot of really wacky stuff in there that <laughs> only fighting game veterans are going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I know how to deal with this. Like, new players are absolutely going to get blown up. Whereas I didn't really feel that way, like, when Dragon Ball Fighters or Street Fighter V launched. I thought the mm. cast was all very basic, and yeah. they all yeah. kind of just did the same thing in very slightly different ways. That's not the case at all with Guilty Gear Strive. Like, it's giving me life, because now I'm seeing you know, uh, this guy and this guy, and they play completely differently. Yeah. Whereas, like, if I saw two, sh you know, Ryu's before in Street Fighter Five Season 1, I couldn't tell you who was who. Right. Like, it's, it's just, it's like, the uniqueness that the game launched with is unheard of in recent fighting game launches, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's talk about those. I do still think that the, that the more wildness is to come, just because... Oh, absolutely it is. Because characters sure. like Bridget still are looming in the distance and if they ever decide to put in zappa or testament oh i mean those are so the, the thing is you don't put them in the original game because they will make people quit yeah sure. <laughs> you wait on them <laughs> well let's talk about the characters uh yeah. let me know what you think about the characters that you guys have been playing and then whether anybody strikes you as being particularly good or or fun uh, or boring or bad or uh, whatever it may be. Before we get into that, someone mentioned it in the chat. Please, nobody talk about any of the leaks because just in fa just for other people. So no, we're not going to address the leaks. And please, yeah. nobody in the chat mentions. If we have any uh, mods in the chat, if anybody does put up a leak, feel free to uh, time them out. Anyway, yeah, let's talk about characters. Uh, uh I, go ahead go ahead james no let's, let's hear i've been only mostly playing potemkin and uh potemkin is far more complex than i ever thought he was gonna be just because of the discovery of uh kara back megafist <laughs> which is the craziest thing ever because back megafist has so much better frame data you right, can chain right. into it if you time it right so you can combo it, and not only that, but when you do Kara back Megafist, he still moves forward, which makes no sense to me, but it's there. And so like now I'm just trying to oh. learn all these combos into kick forward Megafist. You can keep juggling afterwards, you know, in the corner and stuff. And, you know, really? Yeah. And, and, and also, uh, you know, it's safe on block. So if I do it mid screen and you block it, you can't even punish me. And then I did the so the tweet that went viral is I did Kara Megafist had Kai jab at me to punish me. I backdashed through it and then blew RC'd that while drifting forward, landed and pop bustered him. So like okay, that sounds pretty sick. That's the kind of stuff that you can do with this character, you know. And it's just like, why is this so much more complicated than I was hoping for? <laughs> but there's like that's a good thing. So oh yeah, point at something. And go, how about this, Ari? Is this simple enough for you? <laughs> I mean, the thing about it is, I when I played the beta, I was like, I'm kind of sad that the meter is kind of uh, being a gatekeep for a lot of the creativity in the game. And the more that I've played the game, 
I'm so, I'm so glad because when someone has meter, you are not blocking. Like that is just when people have meter, there's fuzzies, there's mix-ups, there's just like the the fast art. Like I feel like the game is gonna get to the point where as soon as you see a PRC, and if you have meter, you YRC right back. Like meter for meter because you just don't want to deal with the mix-up. Like that's where I feel like the game is gonna go at some point in time. I've already been doing that, so you're probably not wrong. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, YRC is great. Uh, outside of that, I want to learn Nagoriyuki. Uh, what's really cool is, you know, during the beta, obviously they really hurt the the blood gain. But then, you know, I saw Seijam talk about fame. Like everybody else is playing Nagoriyuki, but fame was playing Nagoriyuki. <laughs> and he said, like, it just didn't even feel like the same kind of matchup as anybody else. Mm. So I need to go watch some of that footage as well. Um, but again, like I'm interested in so many characters. I, I want to play a bunch of them in this game. I, I want to try Faust. I want to try Giovanna because they said she's actually interesting now. So, you know, like I didn't like her in the betas. So uh, I'm curious to see how she plays now. But uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about a lot of the characters in this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so far, I've played May, May, May. <laughs> may and may it's gonna and be I've may thrown, <laughs> i've thrown so many totsukekis and it's been fantastic and i made people rage quit and i've made friends get pissed off and it just it's great it feels so good it feels so good to throw dolphins at people like, i i i thought charlotta was made for me and then i played may and I was just like, whoa, whoa, Arxis, get out of my brain. <laughs> get out of my brain. This is ridiculous. Yeah, she, she's fun. She's super fun. She's exactly what I want out of a character. And let's say, like, you know, nerf her into the ground. I don't see a reason why I'd ever switch from this main. Mm -hmm. I think that's I think I've already made my decision, which is like a cool and a bad thing because I want to try more characters. But. I'm just like, why would I? Why would I practice Saul when I could practice May stuff? <laughs> well, I feel like you sometimes have had, especially maybe I think of Street Fighter Five, for example, kind of back and forth in terms of characters. You know, you haven't you haven't sort of settled down in some in some games you do, but in some games you don't. And so it's good to see that you are, because that is going to mean that you're going to be better and and more invested in it, which is yeah. which is cool. Yeah, uh, I think the last I think, time I, I think liked, it makes sense for a Rash and Charlotta player to play. Was, yeah, <laughs> and a Honda player. Say, I think and the a last Honda. time I felt this way. And Honda. And a Blanca player. And Blanca. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like the, the last time I felt this way, like that I just gelled with a character automatically, was Ki. And that Ki was probably the last fighting game I took really seriously, mm -hmm. and I did pretty well in that for the year and a half I played it competitively. So. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens this tribe. I'm definitely going to get worked by Guilty Gear vets, but new players coming in, I feel pretty confident against. <laughs> well, we'll talk about Levo in a second and, and Guilty yeah, Gear vets, right? right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so much for them. <laughs> I'm going to be playing Axel. I'm an Axel player. I'm going to try out Nago. I think he looks cool too because mm -hmm. he has he he might scratch my itch for like the weirdo. Sure. You know, I I want I want to do weird stuff. And he has these big buttons and a command grab, and I feel like that might fit me as well. But I feel well, like it's going to be one of those two. If you like weirdos, why not Faust? Faust is super weird and dope. 
I, I just feel I, I don't have a great answer for you, to be honest. Right. It's, it's, some, it's something that I thought about in the past, but I don't know. I don't really know my, what to tell you. I, just, I, don't feel, is... I don't feel drawn to Faust. It's yeah. the same kind of feeling as like when Street Fighter Five came out, people were like, David, you like to play defensive grapplers who are ugly and weird. You're not playing birdie, and I never have. I've never played birdie <laughs> right. for like the last five years. And it's the same. I, I don't know, I'm just not playing them. I don't know why. I don't have a great reason for it. But. Dude, it's the same reason why I never played Laura. Like, I felt like in season one, she was kind of like a character that was for me. And I just couldn't... I, I just I just have no interest in the character. <laughs> but, I mean, for Faust, I mean, I, I haven't seen him. I played him in beta one. I didn't think he was very good. I heard he's been buffed a lot. I don't feel like he has the same kind of zoning weapons that he did. Uh, in the older Guilty Gears. Like, I don't feel like his standing slash reaches quite as far and stuff like that. But uh, he might be someone to look into for sure. So. Who is good and who's not good? Right. You guys who have played it the, more than me. Look, this is... this Right now, it's pretty universal, right? Best three characters in the game right now are Soul, Ram, and May. Like, that's what everybody says. Oh, no, James, why? <laughs> who is... First off, first off, who is saying that? Secondly, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to try to defend May. I'm going to let the tier list creators defend me over the next, like, three months. When May goes from, like, 3, 4, 5 to, like, 9, 10 in the roster, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I told you so. <laughs> I don't want to say I told you so. But, you know, I was only right about the lobby system and how they shouldn't have delayed the game. No way would I be right about this, too. <laughs> and, uh, I don't All right, think... so who's the top three for you, then? Uh, top three for me is actually two out of three with James. I th I just think Leo is mm. up there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Leo is everything that May is, but way better. So I don't understand the, yeah. the oh I mean I do understand the May hate. May is a scrub killer character. That's that's her archetype. She's gonna throw dolphins at you, and people don't know how to deal with it. Are gonna cry about Totsugeki. Uh, that's 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 what she is. That's what she's meant to be. And, like, those are the type of characters I like to play. Like, I like to play characters that piss people off. Yeah. So I fully accept that. But I do think she's very overrated right now. And I'm not even, like, the slightest bit worried that Arxis is going to nerf her. Because I think Arxis knew what they were doing when they made her. Mm -hmm. uh, she, I don't want to say she, like, doesn't have a mix. Like, she does have a mix. Um, but it is locked behind meter. And there's answers when you use meter for things like that. Like, as we were just discussing, you can YRC, you can burst, et cetera, et cetera. So well, uh, I do think she's good. I, I, I think she could win a major for sure. Absolutely. I think she's very strong. I mean, but I think she's a bit overrated. Yeah. I mean, sounds like what a main player would say. But in any case, um, You're not wrong. right You're not under wrong. right under that is Leo, obviously, Giovanna. Like those are probably top five. I, Giovanna, I'm taking on faith. That's what I keep seeing from a lot of people. I haven't fought one yet. And uh but I mean I know in beta Flux two you guys what's that? Flux did win a tournament with her. Oh, okay. And and I know, you know, David, you were saying you fought a really good Giovanna in beta two and everything like that. So she was really a lot better than beta one. I haven't seen it. I haven't experienced it yet. So it's hard for me. To, I'm, I'm putting her at top five off of faith of what I've been hearing. And uh, sure. the weirdest one was that I heard during Levo when Ringe and Vicious were commentating that they said, they made the comment like, pot isn't that good right now. Like Potemkin's not that strong. And I was like, what? 
Like, yeah, nobody, nobody actually knows what's good or bad right now. That's the, that's the real truth. Nobody, anybody who's telling you that they have any idea of myself and James and David included, that they actually know what the tier list is right now, they're just blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah. Like, it, we have mm -hmm. no idea. This game is going to burst wide open. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. All right. So we only have a minute and a little bit left. What's, what's bad, right? The lobbies, the lobbies. are they, they're still rough? The lobbies, the PC version probably shouldn't have launched in the state that it is in. Mm -hmm. uh, you you basically can't create private lobbies on PC right now. They just don't work. So that hasn't been um, fixed yet with the recent patch then, huh? It has not been fixed. No, okay. it only got fixed on PS4. So there's a lot less disconnections on PS4 and PS5 now. So that's nice. But the mm -hmm. PC version, I think the reason they didn't have betas is because they knew how bad it was. <laughs> I think that's the actual truth. That's right. why they didn't have early access. That's why they didn't have betas. They were trying to rush to get it done in time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like the 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 UI isn't fantastic. Like, not I don't care about in-game in-game stuff. I've grown to actually like. But the menus the and the bar. user experience are poor. I still hate the burst bar, to be honest. But yeah, that's that's what I'll just say about that UI. But I mean, in terms of the lobbies, I don't agree. I do think it's way better thanks to the fact that they delayed the lobby again because having the stations I think is 10,000 times better than it was during beta 1. Like the, the 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 stations in the actual lobbies I think is super important. Um but the connections, the usability of it the problem with it was is they were not focused on what ATO has to do to be able to stream the game. And the player lobbies are completely, like, almost unfunctional. I had two people connected to my lobby, and I saw them in my lobby, and they couldn't see each other. And no matter yep. what they did, they could not play against each other. You just have to remake it, and it's terrible. Dude, and I remade it. We all rebooted our PS4s. None. We could not connect. We took it to the park. They couldn't connect. You're just improve my point, man. Yeah. They should have launched S's and fixed it over time. They didn't do enough in the, the three months extra yeah. to make people happy. Now people are going, why did you delay this to not give us a complete experience? But we're on a tight schedule. We need to get Joe on here, so we should move on. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Okay. They definitely need to fix the lobby. On. They definitely then, need Yeah, to they're fix awful. They're so yeah. bad. Want to move on to Eli Joe? Yeah, but we got we got to take a break first before we bring on Joe. Uh, so we're gonna take a break real quick, and when we come back, uh, we'll have Eli Joe, and he'll talk to us about Strive and everything like that. Be right back, guys. There we go. There we go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Tuesday show. Look, we look have our David. special. It's like, yep. Yep. It's new Welcome layout. Back, it's a new layout. I'm using OBS instead of XSplit. A lot of things I got to figure out to make sure I do this right. But we are back, and we are here with Mr. None other than, of course, Mr. Li Joe, aka I Love You Joe. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm well, guys. I'm well. I'm honestly very, very happy to be around some good old-fashioned friends. So thank you guys so much for inviting me on. For real, for real. means a lot. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for coming Dude. on. And I, I hit yeah. you up this morning, and I did not expect you to respond. 
I was like, Joe's, Joe's going to be at work. He's going to be busy. By the time he responds, it'll be too late. I already had backup people lined up. Like, I was ready. Oh, like, you responded right away, man. So we appreciate it. Yeah, dude, of course. I love this. And you know what? I miss doing this stuff, man. So I'm so happy that, like, I get a chance to, as we were just talking before the show, like, I'm, like, dying to FGC a little bit more. It's like I'm dying hmm. for it. So this is a this helps a lot. This helps a lot. Well, we wanted to bring you on because Guilty Gear Strive is new. It's a game that we know that you've been playing a lot. Yeah, yeah. Now that it's out, I watch you stream as well. Yeah. You've been putting a lot of time into it, so we yeah. wanted to talk about your impressions of the game and get into okay. the little nitty gritty yeah. details. But yeah, let's let's start out with kind of like an overview of your thoughts on Strive so far. All right, good. I mean, I think the game. I'll be very honest. Before anything, I think the game is okay. I, it's not, I don't, I'm, like not, I'm not blown away by it, but I think it's good. It's decent. But the one thing I will say is that I think it's a really good, and especially ARC games, like ARC system work games, the first version is always like, what is this game? And then after a year or two, we get, you get a patch, you get a new version of a game. It happens like that with everything. It happened with, with uh, Sign and Exard. It happened with... Blaz Blue. It happened. It happens all the time. I mean, even, uh, even so Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah, even, even Dragon Ball. Even even Dragon Ball. So I I do think that um, I think the game is 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 honestly in a really it's like a, a very good uh foundation stage of a game if that makes sense. Like I think they yeah. have a lot of stuff that they can build off of. Yeah. Um, and and I I will say from even from playing playing the closed betas and the open betas and spending, and I spent a lot of time with those too. I do think the current state of the game is actually the best version of the game that we got. So I do think that they did a good mm -hmm. job with releasing the best game that they could. I mean, we could talk about the lobby system and how it might not be the, the <laughs> best right now, but I do think the actual game, the game itself, it's in a, it's in a very, it's in a good foundation state that they have a lot yeah. to build off of and a lot of things to kind of tweak. And the one thing I will say is that they've really, for the most part, like they've listened to the community the best that they can. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's not easy for everyone to jump up and down and say, I want Gatling combos and then snap their fingers and there'll be Gatling combos. That's not really right. how development works and balancing. Like that's not what the game was designed around. So you really have to kind of understand what it's like to, make a video game and it's not really what it's like uh you sure. know they can't do those things like that but there are certain things that they can do you know like they there was a big complaint about anti-airs and the debate is like yo everyone mm -hmm. just keeps jumping on me i can't stop it so they kind of fixed that even regular five p's are good anti-airs now six right. p's are good five p's are really good so they have done a really good job at, at least listening to the community and that's the one thing that i think is the coolest thing ever is that going back to the whole foundation thing if they're going to continue to at least pay some attention to the community and the people that are putting all this time into the game and make changes based on some feedback. I think I think in like a year or two we're gonna have a bombshell of a game in a good yeah. way for real. I mean, um, but as of, as of right now, like I said, I think the game is good, decent. I like it. I mean, you remember you and I, Joe? We talked about this before Street Fighter V came out. You know, we were saying if Street Fighter V came out, it could be like the big supposed to be the game. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, the release was. <laughs> you know, it was supposed to be the game. Oh no! <laughs> but I, I feel like Strive is kind of hitting that kind of area right now. I mean, with the, I mean, we saw. I mean, one thing we didn't talk about is that outside of Dragon Ball, it now has the current highest uh, concurrent players on Steam yeah. out of all fighting games, which I yeah. think is a really big deal. Absolutely, it, yeah. it's already shipped over three hundred thousand copies yep. as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's 
I would imagine that's probably already being considered a success for Ar- for Arxis, so yeah, good for them. That's cool. Joe, talk to me about your background with the Guilty Gear series. Okay, um, Guilty Gear. Uh, oh, we're gonna go back. I bought Guilty <laughs> Gear in the Massapequa Mall from Electronic Boutique. Dang, you're talking about <laughs> Guilty Gear. You're not talking about XX. No, 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 no. I'm talking about PlayStation, a little tiny box game. Uh, and the reason why I bought it, because I've always been into like more of, I guess, like you know, like heavy metal hardcore right. music. The game was advertised as like a heavy metal fighting game thing, and I was like, I need this game. It said it on the back of the disc. Excuse me, on the back of the uh, of the case, it said something like heavy metal something or other music or something like that and i was like i need this game i have to buy this game um <laughs> but as far as a as like a a competitive level guilty gear i guess i didn't really try to compete until probably like slash ish the end of slash and like early accent core um a lot of arcades chinatown didn't even think they had reload but they got reload very 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 late and there really wasn't a lot of people playing reload in chinatown uh but they did get ac so when ac came out we played a lot of ac in chinatown mm. um again and it was never really like super super competitive in it i mean i entered some tournaments but I never really like won anything crazy but ac is probably one of if you give me top five fighting games ac is my top five fighting game mm. okay i love accent core i think accent yeah. core is is incredible incredible um, but I've always been a fan of the series. I think it is like one of easily one of my favorite fighting games. Again, one of my top five favorite fighting games. Um, like just between character designs and system, and I love the way the game sounds and things like that. It was very unique playing it too. Like playing a game like that back in the day. Like yo, know, these characters are jumping around and the way the air dashing was, and it was it was it was different for its time when it came out, and it just like constantly evolved. And but right. and here we are now. But I'm a huge huge fan. Love Guilty Gear. Love Guilty Gear. How do you feel that fits with your view of the game so far? As like, does, 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 that have, does that have a big impact on how you feel about Strive I mean, in like we, week one? Basically, we were what just talking like, about it, like we were just talking about how old school Guilty Gear players don't seem to enjoy it as much. Like how mm. how is oh, that affected? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you know what? Like I I actually spoke about this the other day. I I understand that concept. How people are like uh, like. There's a big argument. I'm going to say the very, very sacred words that no one should ever say regarding Strive, and that's, it doesn't feel like Guilty Gear. You can't say that term without getting in trouble around these parts. So the it doesn't feel like Guilty Gear one thing is is a very, very touchy subject. But I sort of understand it a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when people play KOF, right? They're looking for a certain feeling when playing a KOF game. You're looking for those combos. You're looking for those short jumps and super jumps. You're looking for the inputs. You're looking for the the uh, the command normals and the way the the way the grabs work in that game. If they changed the KOF too much, would it feel like you were playing like so? Would KOF players want to play new KOF if it wasn't giving them that same feeling that hey, this feels like a KOF game? Oh. So I kind of I do understand slightly how people could say like Strive doesn't feel like Guilty Gear, but. I really don't think it's right to judge a game <laughs> on day four or five. <laughs> however, long, however long it's actually been out, I don't know if it's fair to really judge the game. Because now that I'm seeing tech, like, now people are using Blue RC more. And yes. Blue RC and, like, using the RC system, it's like Guilty Gear is there. It just, you have to go about the game a different way to get that feeling out of yeah, it, man. if that makes any sense. I'm sorry. Oh, I kind no, of makes perfect weird. sense. No, 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 no. no. You, you, you make sense. said so... that's perfect. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> well, what what, what, <laughs> I, I, what I want to ask you then to follow that up is 
if this game wasn't called Guilty Gear, if it was a new IP, do you think you'd like it more? That's do you think classic. that you'd be able to accept it more? That's the classic question. If Dragon Ball didn't say Dragon Ball on it, would anybody play it? I mean, I wouldn't have. <laughs> Real talk, I would not have played that game if it didn't have the Dragon Ball IP. Um, Joe asking the... the, the, the I, I'm hitting you guys. You guys are getting hit with <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, all right, so let me think. Would people still play? I mean, I would probably play it only because, like, you know, dude, I love fighting yeah. games, man. Like, there's mm -hmm. one, of, one of my most favorite things in the world is looking at the character select screen for the first time and getting to move the cursor around. Oh, it's such a good feeling. Love it. <laughs> so I would, I would do it no matter what. Would, would other people play it? Like, I'm, I'm not sure, honestly. Um, but it would be hard to, to implement the systems that are in there right now and not call the game Guilty Gear. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it just, is Guilty Gear. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think it's pretty Guilty Gear-ish. Now that, now that the game is, is developing in a certain way, it does feel more Guilty Gear. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first played it, I was like, eh. This game's all right, I guess. It doesn't feel like Guilty Gear. But as I continue to play it, as the game developed, as you see more things, like, just scroll through Twitter, man. Look at all the tech that's, that's coming out. I watch <laughs> yeah. Japanese matches every day. I was just watching oh, a dang. Japanese match. I watch Japanese matches every day of Guilty Gear, and I'm like, did, I mean, excuse me, of Strive. And you could just see the development of the game between yeah. the way the neutral's being played, the way people are spending their bar and things like that. Um, so, I, again, I do think Guilty Gear is in there. You just got to get it out you got to dig it out a certain way it's not it's, it's not as clear you know i'm just gonna say this when i die to leo and when i died to eno it felt like i died to leo and it felt like i died to eno <laughs> that's, that's that's what happens right that's how that's how uh, ac was you you block a i mean especially plus r you block an eno note and you, you lost <laughs> <laughs> yep oh so uh, who are you using in the game right now? Who is your main right now? I I use I unfortunately use Zato. Unfortunately. Mm. Uh, yeah, I heard you complaining about that <laughs> character when I was watching you stream. Ooh. I was like, oh that, my and God. Ari was in the chat. Flo was in the chat. And he was very yeah, much listen, not in agreement. No, I I actually do think he's good. I, I I talk a lot of crap. I just do think he's good. It just takes a little bit more to get him good you know like the only thing that's slightly frustrating is like if well to the game in general at least for me like if you're playing a game where everyone is essentially dishing out the same damage like why are we why am i trying so hard when you know what i mean like when a lot of the cast is dishing out a decent amount of damage but there are also obviously ups and downs to using Zato as far as what he's able to do, what mm -hmm. other characters can't do. So I get it. Like I understand. It. I just don't like getting hit by Soul with for like three <laughs> buttons and half my life is gone. Like, Joe, like, oh, Joe, it's I, not I about guess. the destination. It's about the journey, my friend, and that's why you play Zato. <laughs> no, you are right. The journey I, I is important. It is. It is extremely fun. I have tried Ram, but I will say this: plus, pressing like a couple of buttons with Ram and throwing a sword feels incredible when you watch their life melt. It, as opposed to holding, <laughs> as opposed to holding thirteen buttons with Zato and be like, oh, I hit him. But um, no, I, it's you. <laughs> you are right though. Like Zato, Zato. As I was just talking about like the feeling of the game when I play Guilty Gear. Like that's what I want to do. Like I want to play that character because it makes it's that to me is 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 why I play the game. You know. So right. um, I actually it's uh, funny. I was thinking about today. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop talking bad about Zato and just play. <laughs> Zato and just stop talking crap and just play and be like, you know what? 
I'll make it work because I enjoy the character that much. So it doesn't really matter that much. I'm super confused, guys. Hang on a second. So James just ruined the whole stream. <laughs> for oh, wait, hey, what the right. heck? Okay, OBS is doing weird things. OBS is doing very weird things to me here. and I, I saw James Chen clicking stuff. I didn't see OBS clicking stuff. <laughs> so what other characters have you put time into, if any? Honestly, I didn't. I messed with Ram a little bit. Um, Ram is probably the one I played the most other than Zato. I tried mm. Soul just to see what it felt like to... to, to so to gorilla your way around? Yeah. I, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. say anything bad. Uh, I, <laughs> I played Soul just to feel like feel what it was like to play Soul. What an incredible feeling that was. Um, <laughs> but I am... Uh, you know what's surprising? And I heard you were talking about this character before, David. I'm probably going to learn Axel a little bit. Nice. Mm. Pretty cool. That's I'm pretty probably cool. going to learn Axel. Uh, I do think that the game, as is, if it stays the way it is, I feel like it will be... You might need two characters to play this game at yeah. a certain level. Oh yeah, I really do. You feel yeah, like it's a very matchup dependent game. I do. Okay. I, and I'm not, now look, I'm not trying to jump to, again. I, I'm totally against jumping to conclusions for a game that's been out for a week. But just based on the time that I've had, I would. It feels like to me, it is like a two character game. Makes sense. What, Makes sense. What what matchups so far like make you feel that way? And are you talking about Zato, or do you think that's like? No, I think like, like I think in general, like when you when you look at the layout of excuse me, maybe maybe that's the wrong word. When you look at the composition of like some of the characters and like what it's like to 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 go. For instance, I know Faust for Axel is apparently a really terrible match. For who? I've heard uh, uh, for Faust. Okay. Uh, ne Nemo was talking about it. Uh, a couple other Faust players were like, "This is really." Obnoxious, like this is very obnoxious. I mean, Axel is kind of polarizing because I think he obviously Axel Potemkin is a hard match too, right? Yeah, so, Axel yeah. Potemkin. I hear, uh, um, I, I've only fought one again. I, I wish I played the game more. I fought like two Axels, and I, me, me as Zato, it felt horrible. I'm like, this is really, really tough. <laughs> like, this doesn't feel good at all. But again, like the game is still early. Matchups have to develop. Um, so again, I really hate jumping to conclusions and talking like this. I hate when people hear someone say something and they say, I heard L.I. Joe say X, Y, and Z. Well, Therefore, you know, this is what the game is. There's going to be an EH article really soon about L.I. Yeah. Joe claiming that <laughs> yeah. the Guilty Gear is a two-character yeah. game, you know? I bet yep, it, probably. It, it's going to say, it's going to have my face like this. It's going to say, if it wasn't Dragon Ball, would you play it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, um, yeah, no, I do. I do feel like the, the game might be a two-character game if it stays as is. Again, I'm just just going off the very, very small bit of knowledge that I know and what I see and what I hear from other players and things. But I do think I do think two characters might be in order right now. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. What do you think about the characters in terms of strength, in terms of uh, effectiveness? Like, who strikes you as being the best and who strikes you as being the weakest so far? Zato's the weakest. Everybody knows that, so we don't really have to. <laughs> God, look at all these down players. Look at all these down players. Let's cut these guys so off, dude. We um, know that. So it. let's get that out of the way. Let's put him at the bottom. All right. So besides him being at the bottom, uh, no, I do think uh, I think it's. I'm gonna go with the classic top three, but I'm the fourth spot is iffy for me. I do think Soul Ram and May are probably the best characters. <laughs> in the game. Well, I, I, I firmly believe that, but. Oh, I do think, I do think the entire world has slept on Geo. 
I had to fight <laughs> Flux for an, an entire two nights, and I was like, this is nonsense. I was like, this, is, this is really nonsense. Like, what, what is this? Uh, she, when you play someone that like really knows that character, and it, she plays like, it's almost like a different game, honestly. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure if anyone has played Geo at, at, you know, like I mean, again, I, Cole is easily the best Geo. I've, excuse me, Flux. You guys might know him as Flux. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Flux is easily the best Geo I've ever seen or played, like, without a shadow of a doubt. But just the way she plays, like she's able, her hit confirms and things like that. Like she's. Her her buttons are like it's almost like third strike Chun ish, kind of sorta. Where she has this okay. really strong neutral game. Uh, her standing S is incredible. Her two S is incredible. She has like everything is two hits. So you you see it hit or three hits. You see it hit. You're like oh it hit. Now I get to press hard slash and then I get to do a move or a super after. And she just has like her being plus and just completely pressing you. Um, but again, this is very early in the game but i do think people have slept on geo yeah. but that would be my top three after that i guess i, I think geo and leo might geo and leo wow <laughs> geo leo might be like a might be like a tied for fourth thing or just breaking yeah. into the uh top three that would be that would be my 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 spiel on the on the characters mm-hmm. um i don't have a lot of opinion about the rest of the cast honestly i've, okay. I've i haven't really seen like or played anyone that was like oh my god like this uh I don't know, like this Potemkin is crazy. I've seen a lot of crazy Potemkin stuff. But uh, I will say those characters are, are certainly the ones that are, are shining a little bit more than others. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious because uh, I've heard so much about those characters that you mentioned. And then a couple of other characters here and there. I haven't heard yeah. almost anybody talking about, I mean, I don't know either way whether they're good or not. Chip, yeah. I haven't heard almost yeah, anything. Yeah, about. Yeah. I haven't heard about uh, uh, Anji almost yeah. at all. Like there's other characters. <laughs> Most like... people think Anji sucks. Most people think Chip is probably pretty good, mm-hmm. like mid tier. Yeah, I I I watched some. I again, I was watching the Japanese matches, and um, Azanoko has a couple of chips up. I think Go One was using Chip recently. Uh, Goichi was, it, yeah. It looks extremely obnoxious. <laughs> Uh, I mean, really Samito, Samito chip is just yes, like... Yes, Samito chip is crazy. Okay. Uh, it, it does look very, very, very obnoxious. Um, I do think Nagori Yuki could use a little bit of work, honestly. I know mm. I shouldn't say that too loud, to be honest. <laughs> um, but I do think he might struggle a little bit. Maybe they should do something with the blood gauge a little. Uh, but again, I've... I haven't fought a lot. I, I, I hear fame is crazy, though. Yeah. I hear yeah. fame. That's, that's a consensus. Um, so, again, like, and here's the thing again, guys. I hate talking like this because I don't want anyone to judge this word for law based on a week one game. But, again, just going on the way I feel and what I think that would be my thoughts. Who sucks? Who actually sucks? Tell Who me. sucks? Who sucks? Uh, besides Zato. Besides Zato. Besides right? Zato. You yeah, can't yeah, say Zato. Good call, James. Thank besides you. Thank you. I have to say it. I have to say it. I have to say it. Um, I don't know, man. Like it's 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 very hard to say. I I really feel like most of the cast as is is like fairly viable now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people say Faust isn't good. Uh, I hear that often. I I hear Faust and Nago are probably the two that I I hear the most. But I don't think Faust is bad. I I don't think he's that bad at all. Again, I really think most of the cast is viable. I think the game 
besides those 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 top three, I feel like it does level off a little bit after those mm. those top three, including Zotto. I'll be honest, including Zotto. I feel like it does level off after those top three. Now, do you feel like those top three? Ah, uh, guy, you know I'm not even gonna ask the question. Never mind. I'm just ah, gonna... James. We're all friends here. We're all no, friends. no, no. Because I was about out. to Let say is like, do you feel like they should be nerfed? But we're on day like freaking seven. Come I don't, don't want to talk about nerf. I don't want to talk about nerf. You know what I mean? Like that is right, can pointless. I say, can I say one thing? Can I say one thing across the board? Not individual character nerf. Okay. Can we just tone down the damage a little bit? <laughs> okay, here's a question for you. Just a little bit. Do you nah. feel like now obviously this is like 3 out of 5 games. Let's not talk about that. But what about 3 out of 5 rounds? Even in previous Guilty Gears and XX, there were a lot of tournaments in Japan that were yeah, run Japan with 3, three out, out of 5, five rounds. rounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Would you think do you think that that would work pretty well for the game 3 out of um, 5 rounds? Three out of five rounds, two out of three matches, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah, I mean, I guess that's a that's a decent answer to it. I I, I wouldn't be opposed to it, honestly. I don't know if I'd be because the the thing is, is that you lose your meter at the round. So the meter management is dependent on round only. The only thing you have to really manage is the burst. way you handle your burst. Right. Yeah. Everything else would kind of be whatever. You have your meter, spend it, cash out, get your damage, do whatever you got to do. Um, the only thing that bothers me about the damage again, if, if the damage is going to be that high across the board, and I do feel like it's, it, it's a little high. It's a little high for the amount of work you have to put in. And that's my gripe a little bit. Like, <laughs> if you want to melt a life bar, at least earn melting a life bar. You know, like, don't hit me with a with a dust overhead, and there goes half my health at the very start of the game. That stuff, I'm like, really? Come on, like, for real? No, like, no. Gonna start dust on you? That's pretty sick. No, <laughs> yeah, dash up, dust. I'm dead. I'm no, lose. if they upped Zato's damage, would that just solve all of your problems? <laughs> if Zato, yeah, all right, yo, make drill be a low again. I want uh, drill get drill gets to be a low. Uh, he gets two drills now. Uh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Well, so do but, you? Uh, you know, sorry, uh, no, no. I, I was just gonna say the game is just like it's just extremely explosive. It's very, very, very explosive, and that's why I think a lot of the characters can be pretty good, because if you spend your meter right and you land that hit and you get the momentum, like the round can turn in in a hit or two. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I mean, so honestly. I, I oh okay go ahead no you can you can go for it you can go no I was just saying like okay now I forgot my question never mind go ahead David <laughs> that okay. was his plan all along dude <laughs> he just shimmied me he shimmied my question got him go ahead David Day free. got him got him so Joe you are a talented player right you're you've made Evo top eight you've done well in events in the past. Here's the problem with Li Joe. You're sick at a game for a while, and then you oh, move on. Oh, you're classic. doing this, and then you move the on. Classic. That's this, the this, classic, David. This, I, I mean, you made it the classic, going on however many decades. I'm I'm curious what you think about um, whether it's this is the kind of game that you you see yourself continuing to actively play and and grind in. Um, I. Do you know what's probably going to make me do it? And it's got to be the netcode. Like, if you tell yeah. me I can play matches that well with mm -hmm. me and you can play right now, David, and it feels like we're almost around the block, 
like that that alone is would would is going to expand the life the life of the game for me mm-hmm. for sure uh, because you know like I'm an old school player like you guys man like I was just talking before like I would give anything to sit at a head to head cabinet and touch an arcade stick and like press buttons like I love I miss that feeling and I think yes. being able to being able to play online like that even though it's not really like the arcade but instead of me playing the same couple of people with crappy netcode in my area to be able to have the I guess the the choice to play anybody in the country maybe even the world with a decent connection like that alone is going to make me probably play the game more than I played other games for sure mm-hmm. I know that I know that we're we're talking about Strive but I do miss Street Fighter 5 Nash very very much and I yeah. did like him in this current update yeah. he's back I, I I I like it a lot a lot. <laughs> and I one more thing, I think Street Fighter Five is very good in its current state as well. Yes. Very good game right mm-hmm. now. Okay. Yeah, I mean we, we can game. talk about Street Fighter Five. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a game when I said you made Evo Top Eight, it was in yeah. Street Fighter Five. Um that was a game that yeah, you put a lot of time into you you didn't keep playing. I mean, you know, for for many of us I think the trajectory was like, Okay, new game, let's try it out. We're having fun and then it's like not as compelling as maybe some of us yeah. were hoping for. And but over the last couple years, it has become a super good game. I think yeah, I think many I people think have so. the kind of arc that you have. Um, are are you interested in com- coming back to it and, and playing it more seriously? I I just don't know if I can if I can hang with these guys anymore, man. Like the <sighs> way that pe- that people are so good in that game right now, it would take me so much time to 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 be as good as I was. Probably they're the people that that are good in that game now are way better than me than I was when I played the game hardcore, I think. like, And the player pool, the player pool is huge, and the player pool of good players is huge also. Like, it's you cannot sleep on anybody in that game. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. That's, like, that's, that's what we want as a community and as a scene, you know? So, like, I'm all for it. It would just take me, a, it would take me a lot of energy to, to focus yeah. on five and be able to compete again. Um, but that's why now Strive, and Strive is still kind of new. And even Dude. though Strive is is a Guilty Gear, I don't know how much of the legacy Guilty Gear really matters in Strive, if right. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the system is very, very... It's easy to... It's, I hate to say cheesy terms like this, but it is like one of the easy to easy to learn, hard to master things. You know what I mean? Like learning how to use <laughs> the different RCs. It's not too complex, but I don't think the legacy of guilty gear helps a lot in strive like anyone not anyone anyone that's decent at fighting games that has a a fairly okay grasp at playing them and a very basic understanding of the mechanics could probably do well and beat anybody if you're a guilty gear vet you know what i mean so uh that's why i think my chances in competing in strive might be a little bit better than five right now (laughs) yeah and you know i mean we're talking about street fighter and how much it's improved since uh you know it came out God, just imagine if if guilt if Arxis sticks with Guilty Gear in five years. Like, can you imagine what Strive's going to be like in five yeah. years? Oh man, yeah. especially with netcode that we're able to play yeah. every single day. Oh yeah. god, I'm so. I know ex- that's what I was saying before. You know, like the 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 groundwork of Strive, the foundation of that game, I think is very very good. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I think in six months to a year, we're going to have like a like a a game way better than we have right now for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And, and if they're, and it's, it's, you know, listening to the fans, you know, when it comes to patching things can be dangerous, uh, yes, re, yes. Re, rebuff Hammerfall, please. Um, but you know, uh, I mean, honestly though, I mean, the stuff that they have been listening to so far for Strive has been really on point. 
you yeah, know, it's been awesome. Yeah, I feel like they've listened to the right things and changed the right things so far, you know. So, so before you get out of here, um, you did want to also talk about what's going on with ECT. Yeah, um, so we're trying to put together a little something kind of like the way uh, they do the sets things for Street Fighter, how Capcom, um, Capcom Fighters does the sets for Street Fighter Five. excuse me. Uh, I was trying to potentially start something. I already put out a couple of feel- feelers, but I was going to try and do a either weekly or bi-weekly event on my stream where it was just a couple of really high-profile drive matches of things that the community wants to see, like, you know, player versus player, this player versus that player, uh, but also give an opportunity for up-and-coming players to be able to get some light mm. also. And I think with the net code being this good, we can even potentially get good matches between maybe America and Japan or maybe have two really high-profile Japanese matches be broadcasted through the stream. So, I, again, I did put out a couple of feelers. Um, something I am working on, I do feel like, as I said before we started, I do feel like I've been a little absent in the FGC for the past year, year and a half due to COVID and stuff. And I feel, um, I don't feel like myself not doing that so i'm trying to find something that sparks me and invigorates me to do something for the community and start things up again so this is something that i'm looking into for obviously for the scene and also so i can just get back in the ftc drive a little bit with either competing or running an event or something like that so yeah i am looking to get some some fairly high profile guilty gear matches again maybe uh weekly bi-weekly ect is going to be a part of it and going to have put out a couple of feelers for other sponsors and stuff but um, yeah, that's that's the plan so far for Strive. Drive, I do well, have, I do got some drive for Drive. <laughs> Sorry, James. Well, well you know, Sorry, James, you ever said that one. <laughs> you uh, you can't have high-profile matches without high-profile commentators. Let's so you know, it. hit your boy up anytime, and I'll be happy to come through. <laughs> Let's get it. Make it happen. Easy peasy for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, what else is what else is going on? I mean, just in in general, as we have about a minute left, are you are you doing all right? What's what's life oh, like? Oh no, yeah. I mean, everything has been everything's been really cool, man. Honestly, um, I'm glad that the we're starting to get over this thing. Like the world, at least over here, the world is starting to open up a little bit more. So that's always good. Uh, I I've been fortunate enough to actually work through this entire time. So work did keep me a little bit busy. Um, besides that, again, now that things are starting to open up again and we're starting to lead to a somewhat normal it's not totally normal but at least it's 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 going in that direction it's somewhat normal life I, again i just want to get back into stuff i miss you guys to death i miss playing i miss i i miss being in the scene and i really want again i want to get myself back into it but i just needed something to spark me and that's drive so until street fighter 6 comes out <laughs> i think you got a while for that one <laughs> uh, a bit. all right cool dude well plug yourself let people know where they can yeah. follow you and where they can watch you Thank you, guys. So uh, Twitch and Twitter are probably the two most active social media platforms I use. And it's just this is this is L.I. Joe. That's it. So, um, yeah, hit me up on Twitter. Watch the stream. A lot of Strive stuff. Uh, unfortunately, I'm actually I won't be around for the next couple of days. I'm actually uh, I won't be in the state. So I won't be streaming for the next couple of days. But after that, I'll be back on the grind probably on Monday. So. And, you know, that's I, it. I, I always wanted to. I always wanted to ask everybody uh, this question before they leave. Obviously, it's pretty clear where Li oh. Joe comes from, but I love you, Joe. Where did that come from? Where did that name come from? And why right. is you it gone? You want the lore? Why is it okay, gone? I'll give, you, I'll give you the lore. I'll give you the lore real quick. So, who remembers Kylera? Anybody used to play on Kylera back oh, in yeah. the early two thousands? Yes. So I was on AOL Instant Messenger talking to someone, and they were trying to teach me how to get on Kylera. 
So I was playing Kylera for, I want to say King of Fighters, like 98 or 2000 or some crap like that. So I was trying to set up Kylera. Someone on AOL Instant Messenger messaged me, and then, then I was like, yo, what should my name be? And they just happened to type something about I love you, but they spelled it uh, like I-L-O-V-E-Y-O-U. And in Kylera, I just typed lowercase i, L-O-V-E, and the letter U. And that was it. That was my Kylera name. And then that was my name on <laughs> Xbox because I was tearing up the leaderboards in Mortal Kombat Deception. You know I had to be online for Mortal Kombat Deception. <laughs> so on, on, on Xbox, my name was I Love You. And then I thought it was funny because uh, in, in tournaments, everyone would have to be like, I actually remember being at a, a, a Guilty Gear tournament. I think it was an AC tournament. And um, yeah, they, they were like, I love you. And I was like, that's me. That's me, guys. That's me. That's me. <laughs> Uh, and then Li Joe came from, who knows Tenshi? Everybody remember Tenshi? Oh, Maybe yeah. Tenshi is an NYC player. Uh, he coined me that name. That name came from him because when I used to, when I started getting a little bit better at fighting games and people would start knowing who I was in Chinatown, they'd be like, uh, you know, Joe's coming. They'd be like, yeah, Joe who? And they'd be like, yeah, Joe. You know, Joe from Li. Li Joe. And David Tenshi coined that name for me. So those are my two names. There they are. It's like PR Balrog, right? Oh, it's that Puerto Rican Balrog. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> same thing, same thing. Joe who? Joe, the guy from Long Island. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's from L.I. Yeah. Oh, L.I. Joe. Yeah, nice, him. Right, nice. Here we go. Shout out to the L.I. boys as well. Shout outs to all those guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, all right, buddy. Thanks a lot for coming on. All right, Joe. Yeah, Thanks of course. Miss you guys. Thank you so much for the invite. Appreciate Excuse you guys. Doing, See you later, guys. <laughs> all right, let's get Joe to disconnect. That means this should be back to normal. There you go. Yay. Okay. We did it. Sweet. Beautiful. All right. Perfect. Things are working. Cool for Joe to come on and hang out for a little while. He's a <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. Well, and, and you know, I mean, one of the things he was talking about, you know, the exhibitions and stuff like that, you know, one of the things that I wanted to mention about Strive that I didn't get a chance to is, you know, if the net code is as good as we all are experiencing right now, can you imagine getting the exhibitions between people like in South America, in Africa, in the Middle yeah. East, with everybody else? This is going to be one of the biggest things, I think, for a lot of those countries that just don't have the chance to show their players off. You sure. know, stuff like Fightcade has allowed a lot of the players from South America to really show their stuff. And so I feel like Strive is going to make headways for, for a lot of the FGC everywhere. Yeah. Sounds right to me. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay, let's move on to the next one. We're going to get to the 5-5 matchup section where we take viewer questions on FGC-related topics. And then how it's supposed to work is that we send out messages to people allowing them, our subscribers, to vote on the topics so that we end up doing the top two vote-getters. Well, we did send it out to Patreon subscribers, but Twitch has actually made it so you can't email your Twitch subscribers anymore. Yep. Thanks, I don't Twitch. Know why. Cool. Thanks, Twitch. Bummer. Yeah, so that that's like a feature of the Tuesday show that is <laughs> going to have to change, I guess. Uh, okay. So that's Making weird. changes around here. We are indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did get some votes from Patreon, at least. So we do have uh, some votes that we'll tell you what the breakdown is in a sec. Let me read these first. Number one. We've got eight of them. Number one, does first to three benefit multi-character players more than character loyalists since they have more opportunities to switch characters if they're down in a set? Does it depend on the game? 
or it does not matter. Number two, for those who have been playing or looking into Guilty Gear, what do you think is a more valuable experience for newer players? Jumping straight, straight online with a character of interest without prior knowledge to gain some sense of how online the game or meta works, or doing the suggested tutorial and mission mode and putting in X time into labbing combos, etc. Three, is it plausible to seed a tournament based off of online ranking? Random seeds don't appear to be favored, so what are other options you may prefer? Four, if your favorite playstyle, like Grappler, Zoner, etc., were removed from fighting game history, what would your backup playstyle be and why? Five, why do you feel there isn't much emphasis on single-player stories in fighting games? Mortal Kombat clearly has a handle on it. What's up with the other devs? Six, recently discovered there's a game called Before Your Eyes that functions solely off the blinks of the player's eyes. This got me thinking about controller evolution for FGC. We've got sticks, pads, hitbox, splitbox, and probably a few others I'm forgetting. What y'all think could be con- could be next? Are we creating the eye box? <laughs> that would be so cool. Seven, should the FGC ban handshakes in tournaments out of health or other concerns? Hmm. And number eight, what do you think are the implications of Strive not being cross-platform for the short-term future of online tournaments? Will having a fractured player base hurt attendance? Will one community be higher skilled? All right, here's the winner. It's number two. For those who have been playing or looking into playing Guilty Gear, what do you think is a more valuable experience for newer players? Jumping straight online with a character of interest without prior knowledge to gain some sense of how the game or meta works, or doing the suggested tutorial mission mode and putting in X amount of time into labbing some combos, etc. What do you think is a more valuable experience? <laughs> That's what I'm typing in here. All right, let's get this going here. What do you got? Mm. Um... It depends on the player and how you learn. I mean, it's there's no wrong way to, to go about it. Uh, Strive, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, is a game where if, like what Joe was saying, if you are a veteran fighting game player and you're good at picking up new games, you can probably like play the computer for 10 minutes and learn a basic BMBM and hop online and start learning the actual game. Um, so it's hard to say, I, I, if you're the, if you're the type of person who needs to go into training mode, then do that. If you're like me and you just want to jump online and get your ass kicked and learn, do it, learn that way, then, then, then do that. But I don't, I don't think either way is more viable than the other. I mean, honestly, it, it, you know, it depends on your level, but obviously for the beginner players, uh, I think it's really important to get a grasp of the game mechanics and then, and then, see, the hard thing is labbing, you don't know what to lab, right? Playing, you don't know what you're supposed to do. The, the hardest thing about the beginner players is that there is no good recommended way to do it. Honestly, the best way for a beginner player is to cycle between everything. You know, play online a lot. Just, just hit buttons and you're going to find out you're going to get beat up by things. Go to the training mode. Try that out. You see something weird somebody does. What the heck? He did this blue thing and he slid forward. <laughs> go to the missions. Go to the tutorials. Go back to playing online. Like Cycling between all three is important because that's also going to build the proper habit 
that at high levels you're going to need to be able to cycle back and forth between playing matches and labbing as well. Learning to lab is so important. You, you almost have to spend as much time learning how to lab in a fighting game as you do learning how to play the fighting game. Uh, that's what the training modes give us these days. And so uh, I honestly think the right course for beginners is to have a good blend of both. Learn to keep cycling through the two options. Uh, I think that's the best way to do it. So, Tubbleware, your strategy really is to just is to go online. Like you're somebody who likes to just hop in there and yep. start playing. Yep. Or if, yeah, we sure. if we weren't playing in, you know, stuck in online land, like... You just you'd play against people if you had a roommate or whatever. Right. Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and James, what's what are you doing now? Not not some theoretical beginner, but like how are you approaching it right now? Uh, right now, uh, I, I mean, I was it's Potemkin, so I was able to use a lot of my old school strategies. You know, just playing basic Potemkin uh, early on. But then, you know, now all I'm doing is labbing because I'm just trying to build up more weapons for me to to win, basically because you know, what I was doing ahead of time probably wasn't good. It was, isn't going to be good enough. And so now all I'm doing is labbing right now. Like that's like all I'm doing <laughs> because I'm also a training mode lab monster too. I love training mode to a fault, you know? And so, uh, I need to play more actual matches at this point. For me, it, it really depends on the game and the character. So yeah. for mm -hmm. guilty gear in the betas, I didn't spend any time at all in training mode. I think I didn't turn it on, even though it was an option. Uh, I only went online and played. And that was in part because I knew I had limited time. Right. I just didn't have a lot of time. But the other reason was that I was playing Potemkin, and he feels like the most obvious character mm -hmm. that I've used in a long time. You just <laughs> know, you, There's just no mystery about him. Mm -hmm. um, there's going to be cool tech that will be found. Of course, it sounds like, it sounds like James finding some. But like the sort of basics of can you like hop in and day one use this yep. character? Absolutely, mm -hmm. no no learning required to do that. Uh, at least at least for me, as somebody who has had so much experience playing playing grapplers, um, so I didn't feel the need for that. For Axel, who I now want to learn, I do feel like I need to go into the missions and like see what he does. What do you do? You're a zoner, okay, I get it, but like what are what are your angles and buttons and like what's a B and B look like for you? Sure. Stuff like that. So it's it's for me. It just depends on the character and the game. And so the way that I'm going to approach it now is spending a little bit of time in, in the missions and then in training mode and then hopping online. I agree with James that it's not. It's best to have kind of a mix. I would say, you know. So uh, and you know, Brock's. A, I guess you're, you're saying the same thing too, right? Like you can't you can't be entirely lopsided. You have to have yeah. You, tech, you, have, you to... have to have combos. Uh, you have to you have to find things that you feel are difficult for you, and then look for the solutions to them, and that's done in training mode. But but yeah, for me at the beginning, it's it's probably more training and mission. Um, and I know other people. We didn't mention this, but I know other people who who play against arcade mode uh, to mm -hmm. figure it out. And that's not just people who want to end up playing arcade mode. You know, that is the, the, I know competitive players who who play ar against arcade mode just yeah. to just to get the ideas down a little bit more in like an absolute zero pressure scenario. <laughs> Internet points on ranked or whatever, like that's not high pressure, but it's not zero pressure either. And 
arcade mode is zero pressure. So you can just yeah. try it out. Oh, what does this character do? I've never seen you before. What do you? What's even your thing? And you know, you kind of figure out the very basics of stuff like that. That's another approach. But I, I think the best thing has to be that you have a mix of them going on. Yeah. I mean, one of the things you can also do uh, that I found useful for games that I wasn't familiar with, was, like Dragon Ball. I did this in Dragon Ball actually, and it helped me a lot early on. Just turn the training mode to CPU. Put the CPU onto a high difficulty. Right. Make sure you don't have meter set to infinite because oh my god, the computer goes nuts. But you know, just do that because then you have a moving target. You'll learn what your BNBs are going to start off of because a lot of people are like, let me learn my BFB and B off of jumping heavy punch. And it's like, how many times are you going to land jumping heavy punch in a fighting game? Right? So you learn to learn, you you know, get your first BNB off of crouching medium kick or whatever the, you know, the standing slash kind of things. And, you know, that's kind of important as well. And that's even less pressure than arcade mode. Obviously, you don't learn the flow of a match, burst management, et cetera, like that. But you can learn some little fundamentals, I think. Let me tell you, James, the amount you land a jump heavy SMA player is quite a bit, okay? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Quite a bit. I'm landing them. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best example of a character who, who I can't mean, do look, that. I, I wanted to say this on commentary, but I'll say this here. It's not even a team game. And May is the best anchor character, okay? So let's just... Wow, Kate. Nice work. Nice work. This game was a team game? Now you got me thinking about something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now he's like, oh, what if? What if? Uh, All right, yeah. Anything else to say about this topic here? Uh, nope. Nope. Let's go ahead and move on to the next one. What do we the got? The next one is a big old fat tie between three of them. So, oh, geez. I don't know. What do you want to do about that? You could let the chat vote on one. Okay, yeah, let's sure. Do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. That's a good idea. Just give them a minute or whatever. So it's three, four, and six, James. That are the tie. Three, so you four, can... and six, huh? Correct. Three, four, six. All right. Create poll. Go ahead, and guys, you can start voting on three, four, or six. Let us know which one you want. If you're not actively looking at the screen, those are number three. Is it plausible to seed a tournament based off of online ranking? Random seeds don't appear to be favored, so what are other options you may prefer? Number four, if your favorite playstyle, grappler, zoner, etc., were removed from fighting game history, what would your backup playstyle be and why? And number six, recently discovered there's a game called Before Your Eyes that functions solely off the blinks of the player's eyes. This got me thinking about the controller evolution for FGC. We got six pads. Hitbox, splitbox, and probably a few others I'm forgetting. What do y'all think could be next? So type in exclamation four, exclamation three, or exclamation six to vote for the one that you want, just so you guys can also see the questions again. Three, is it plausible to see the tournament based off of online ranking? Uh, four, if your play, play, favorite playstyle was removed, and six, before your eyes, uh, different functionality. So there you go. Here's the vote here. It looks like it's pretty solidly in number four's favor. Yeah, yeah you, you, you ca- probably just call you're it. calling it, David. You're calling it. It sounds like Tubbleware's calling it. I think we're calling it. Let's do it, number four. All right, number, number four. four. If your favorite playstyle, grappler or zoner or whatever, were removed from fighting game history, what would your backup playstyle be, and why? Well, for me, it's easy because those are the two. <laughs> those are my two playstyles. 
my one play style, as uh, James puts it back on on us, yeah. uh, is grappler, and then the number two is zoner. But like these days, I kind of feel like it's almost more zoner and then grappler. I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth right now, but it's definitely those two. So if grappler were to be gone, I would be a zoner, and if zoners were gone, I would be a grappler. Easy, easy question. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what people would consider the archetype of character I like. Like, what would you? Call Blanca, Honda, Charlotta, May, Totskiki, ignorant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're like they're like DJs. Yeah, rash. Like they're degenerate characters. Like I. Anyways, if that if that if somebody if somehow all of a sudden we started labeling them as a genre or subtype or archetype of character, and I couldn't play those anymore, then I would definitely play zoners. Because I play those type of characters that piss people off. <laughs> and what makes people more mad than zoning? So that's that's absolutely where I would have to go. If you want to harvest those rage quits, absolutely it's zoning. And yeah, people get so you play Mortal Kombat and zoning in Mortal Kombat. Because I feel like every single match I play in that game, win or lose, I'm pissing the other person off. Pew, 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 pew with my <laughs> Robocop. Uh, I mean, for me, it's weird because... People kind of know me as Rushdown, most likely because I played Cammy before. But, you know, it actually turned out that, you know, when I played Cammy in Super Turbo, I was playing a Grappler. So Grappler is definitely my number one archetype. Uh, if I had to give up on that, I, I, you know, I mean, not to be boring, but I'd probably go Zoner as well. Because what? when I like, I mean, like, even in Vampire Savior, I like playing Anna Karis just to drop coffins on people. I tried to learn uh, Harlequin in Injustice because I, I wanted to zone people as well. You know, there's just a lot of the cool, I, even in, um, God, what was it? It was Persona. I think I tried to learn one of the what are you doing jasmine i tried to learn one of the characters that had like the gunshots just to like keep people out in the angles and stuff and so i think uh, i think now in, something or other i know what you're talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah naoto that's who it was yeah so i just feel like in the end I, I there is a part of me that really likes zoning as well so i think i would probably learn zoners i mean i already play deadpool so right. yeah 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 it's not like you haven't played zoners yeah i've done it I don't know for for James. I guess I that's not what I picture. But but yeah, I, maybe that is true. Even the way that you're playing Lucia now is a little bit more um, zoning heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm playing a lot more defensive with her and stuff. So I've nef okay. never been good at fireball characters, but now but I've always kind of liked. I, there is that part of me that really enjoy. Like every time I would see zoners, I would be like, "That's sick! I want to be that guy who just like you jump into my limbs and stuff like that." Because yeah, it's cool. My favorite thing in in Vampire Savior was dropping a a coffin point blank that someone dashed into because they're trying to avoid the full screen coffin, and it's just yeah. like it feels so good, you know. <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah, I definitely understand that. I I yeah. feel the same way. But all right, I so mean, we're all born. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is, you know, I just like characters that are hitting buttons a lot. You know, like, I just like to feel like I'm doing stuff. But even when I say that, I play Zangief in Hyperfighting, and I'm not play, hitting buttons a lot with that character. So, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. Look, we're all zoners here. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Apparently. All, yeah. Apparently, yeah. 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 Well, luckily for Tupperware, they're not going to outlaw jerk characters. There's always going to be plenty of jerks. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And luckily for me and James, I guess there's going to be grapplers always. Yeah. You did, dude. You nailed those eyebrow raises. Can you can you hit me with that again? Okay. All right. I didn't know you had that in you. Can nice you not do that, there. David? Right. Do, do your. No, eye- I, I can do a killer job of it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've been doing that your whole life. Look at that, dude. See how do? You, that's the crazy one is that you can control them back and forth. I can't do that at all. We're just I don't playing know. with our eyebrows. We're Here's the story. All in our 30s plus, and we're playing with our eyebrows. I, I learned how to do that with both of my eyebrows because I thought it was so cool that Jim Carrey could do it with both of his eyebrows. And I was like, I'm gonna learn how to do it. One of them was natural. Now I don't remember which one it was because that was so long ago. That's right. a good. All right. That's a good. That's a good. <laughs> that's my I like, that's good story. history. It's good history. All right. Let's move on to the next one here. Let's get to some other news. The electronic entertainment whatever expo maybe i don't know that's e3 yeah uh obviously uh it happened online of course you know there's no no other way to do it right now um and it, it has been over these past few days so there have been games announced here and there spin stuff nintendo had a presser earlier today capcom yesterday xbox wait capcom announced things yesterday yesterday yeah they actually they announced did. stuff Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> well okay i mean i'm curious if if you guys have been paying much attention to it and if so what watched, stands out to you? yeah i watched way too much of it um i want to point out real quick though before we dunk on e3 and the devs that all this a lot of this stuff is being developed through covid guys like a lot of people have been saying oh this year's e3 sucked and like yeah, you're not wrong. It wasn't that exciting, but like global pandemic, yeah. lots of games are made in Japan, and that shit is rough out there right now. Like, yeah. take it easy on them. Um, but Nintendo, very obviously, like one E three to me. Yeah. They had real presentations. They announced a 15 year old Metroid game and blew my mind. Like, <laughs> I had a feeling that a 2D metroid was coming but it's been rumored for like the past two years that they're working on that side by side with metroid prime 4 however i didn't think it was going to be metroid 5 and i didn't think it was going to be what it like it looks so good it looks so cool i was yeah it looks oh looks so cool i'm very excited with you that's one of the things that stood out to me most over the past few days it was so cool super cool looking uh, Kazuya in Smash. Dude. Yeah. And <laughs> look, that was great. Can we talk about the announcement of that? Look, when, sure. when they. I, I just want to say, I don't care what character they put into Smash, but the love and the inside joke and the depth of knowledge of the character's story and history that they do with every reveal is fantastic. Like, I mean, seriously. I literally jumped out of my chair and yelled alone in my apartment when uh, when, he, when he launched uh, Ganon off the cliff. Right. <laughs> okay, so. yeah, I'm like, oh my god. Uh, and then, you know, they show him doing it with all these other characters. And then he tries to do it with Kirby, and Kirby just floats right back there. Like, that, that was so great. Have you guys noticed that a lot of characters have died in, like, the Smash? Oh, yes, yeah. They, 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 never Kirby. Never Kirby. 
Kirby always escapes. Yeah. Kirby is the most powerful Nintendo character. Confirmed. I think that's. I think that's canon. I think. Yeah, he's have to be the most powerful. Well, I mean, because don't forget, Sakurai created Kirby, and he's the right. biggest Kirby fanboy ever, right? So right. I that's mean, fair too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you you could definitely get the sense that um, that of course they they have a lot of love for all the characters, and you're right that they show that in this character too. I really like the animations. You know, I, I've heard some people say that they're not a big fan. He looks like he is animated like earlier Tekken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. he's he, he's a little bit disjointed in some of the joints. It's a little choppy here and there. And if you didn't know like what Tekken's used to look like, then I think that might come off as like off-putting. Or, or even if you do know, maybe that's just not you don't think it fits very well with the rest of the the game or whatever it may be. But I personally really really like how that looks, and it's such a cool like throwback to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they were they were like showing his moves in the game. Like it's so cool. <laughs> they gave him a ten string. A ten string. <laughs> yeah. Yes, ten string. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, yeah it looks cool. God, I mean, just like I said, the, the the I mean, it just makes me think back to when they announced Terry, that whole SNK thing with the invite and everybody like missing the invite and geese falling off the building. But you know, and then Kazuya just throwing everyone into va- into volcanoes all day. I don't know. It's just I, again, I love what Nintendo does to you know to how much they 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 appreciate the history of the characters and. God, it's so cool. I don't know. I'm just happy with that. So can we can we talk about before we stop talking about Kazuya? Can we talk about the Smash players that had a had no idea who this character was, which seems impossible to me if you play fighting or if you play video games, like not even fighting games. If you play video games, that's wild that you don't know Kazuya to me. Also, the Smash community decided that Kazuya is a Shoto now, and <laughs> that is just like sure, guys. Yeah, that's you nailed it. He's a he's a Shoto, all right. Yeah, I mean he's to be fair, he's got an uppercut. Ish. That's it. He has a spinny kick move. Uh, no, he's it's wearing a karate gear. He is wearing a karate gear. So, for those of you guys that don't know, the reason they're calling the Smash Mini is calling him a Shoto is because he doesn't have the back turn when he runs away like all the other characters, like Ken and Ryu. So does their backs mean- don't. They're, they back up like this, like a fighting game right. character. But does that mean Terry... turning and running the other way? Do they call that means Terry? Terry is also a show. Okay. They they I... they call Sherry. All, all the all the fighting game characters to them are Shotos. I love it. That is actually so great to know. <laughs> I think that's hilarious, dude. That's 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 what I picked up on Twitter today. If there's any Smashers out there that. Let me know if I'm wrong, but from what I gathered on the Twitter drama with the Smashers, yeah, that's that's what they said. Anybody who operates like a fighting game character, a two D fighting game character is so a show. All characters that's, that that's a fun misunderstanding, you know, yeah, so... like in, in my mind, the the storyline behind that of people just having no idea who any of these characters are at all before they were in Smash. And then mistaking like their commonality as being that they're Shotos rather than their yeah. established so, fighting game. Like there was a lot are, of fun misunderstandings that led to that. Shotos are characters that don't turn around, they back up, and they can do Mama Mia's. I mean, is that is that kind yeah. of the the idea here, basically? <laughs> Does Kazuya have a Mama Mia? We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Nintendo. I mean, just to kind of rattle them off, the ones that I was interested in. Like, the entire list of games of E3 2021 that I'm interested in were basically all announced or at least talked about today. Um, 
with the with the Metroid game. I thought Mario Golf Super Rush looks sick. Oh, it looks I so want to I want to play so those good. battle modes. That looks so cool to me. Yeah, uh, it looks the, so good. The Advance Wars reboot of old Advance Wars one and two, but it's like upgraded <laughs> graphics, updated graphics anyway. No joke. I was just looking at the cost of buying Game Boy Advances because I wanted to play Advance Wars so bad, and then they announced that. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. I gotta tell you though, man, don't ever praise Nintendo on social media because if that gets retweeted into the wrong area, dude, like I have to mute that conversation on my timeline. Seriously. Like, cause I was like, Nintendo won this E3. Everyone says that all the time. And people are like, what is it about winning and blah, blah, blah. Of course, you know, when they think their console wins then they're like, Oh, Sony won, you know? But, like, then everyone's like, Nintendo hasn't won anything. You know, this is stupid. I'm not interested in any of these Nintendo games. And, like, it's just like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said the Switch is the best console of the last generation. But it is. Facts. <laughs> it is. It's outselling everything, and it's on track to maybe reach the PlayStation 2 numbers last time I heard. So, wow. Okay. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. The Switch that is... That Breath of the Wild 2 clip looking pretty good to me i am stoked about that and yeah look again well what did you guys think about the halo multiplayer discussion what did you think about that one yesterday huh uh i thought it was cool i'm a big halo fan i thought it was that's true you are actually i i i thought it was really cool um I I mean I actually had forgotten that they had announced it was free to play. So when they did the whole like dissertation about why they're going free to play and how they're handling it, I was like, oh yeah, the multiplayer is free to play. That's so sick. Um, then the way they're handling it is really cool. I don't know if you guys have played many shooters recently, but um, they all do the, a thing called the battle pass, where you pay like five or ten bucks for like two or three months at last, and you try to level up and you get items as you level up. So like just you know, it, it makes you play the game more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but usually when those battle passes are done, they're gone forever. You don't get any, you can't get all those items, blah, blah, blah. That's that. In Halo, they said they're going to do battle passes, but you can buy whatever battle pass you want and just do it. So if you are on season 11 and you want to go back and do season three battle pass, you can just do that. Like, that's that's dope. That's really cool. And uh, it's a good way to monetize a free, like, this has got to be the biggest free-to-play game of all time, right? Like, it's got to be. I would imagine. Yeah, launch. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, as far as, like, the cost of production, it's it's got to be the most expensive free-to-play game ever, I would imagine. So, they're... I hope they make money on it. I mean, <laughs> it, it looks cool to me. It looks cool to me. The game looks really fun. I'm excited to play it. Yeah. Did anything else stand out to you for this show? Um... I mean, my... For me... No, not really... Yeah, me neither. For me, (laughs) it's tough because every year E3 rolls around, I always put out the tweet that I hate video games now. Like, literally, I like, I'm so, I I mean, Tubo knows this as well, how much I've complained about how video games are stagnant and everything like that. And I just feel like creativity is completely out the window. Like, it's literally just, it's either AAA or it's indie. And it's just like, I, it, E3 just doesn't excite me. I just, I don't care. Like, it's like people announce, I, I sound like that old man who's like, you know, you don't know movies unless you watch Gone with the Wind. 
But like, I get it. I get why the, it feels that way. I just feel like all the innovation is gone right now in video games. Like, I see all these games and they all just look like the same thing. And it's like, nobody wants to take a risk anymore. Like, they do what works. They do what's popular. They do what the, you know, the, the focus tests and stuff like that show. And it's just like, I miss the days of SNES, of SNES, where, you know... AAA games cost as much as these other games that were allowed to be creative and try cool things and I don't know it's just like it's it's it sucks it sucks being an old man and just not enjoying video games anymore you know what I mean like we were having that conversation online I was like if it wasn't for fighting games I wouldn't even touch my PS4 anymore you know I mean I use my Xbox One to play Netflix and Disney Plus on my main TV. One time I was sitting up with Olaf and he looked at me and was like, when's the last time you played a game on your Xbox One? And my response was, it can do that? You know? <laughs> like, literally. I mean, I think that says more about Microsoft games than your than your disposition yeah. on video games because Xbox hasn't had that much interesting to play on it. And again, I know that it's different because a lot of people who grew up in this era of games who have enjoyed this era of games loves what they're getting but i don't know like i said i know i'm being an old man on this one that i just i just don't find a lot of things appealing anymore we were even did you that's fine i mean i mean yeah that's fine but did you watch the nintendo presser because no the nintendo they had a lot of yeah, the Nintendo one's the only thing that impressed me because that's why I said I put out the tweet that Nintendo won again this year because everything they put out was into Breath of the Wild 2, Metroid, all that stuff was super well, hype for me, right? Like you said you, you, it's either AAA or indie. Right. And I think Nintendo's making a lot of stuff that's not AAA. Yeah. Mario Golf is not a AAA game. Mm -hmm. Advance Wars is not a AAA game. Like, I, I think Nintendo is... Mario Party is not going to be a AAA game, and they're making a new one. Right. So I think, like, what you're looking for is basically what Nintendo's trying yeah, to do. Yeah, no, right that's... Now. I think they're filling that niche. Right. I mean, I'm talking about it from the standpoint that, you know, David was saying, was there anything else that stood out to you? Like, nothing on yeah, the PS4, sure. nothing on the Xbox stuff is going to interest me. Like, WarioWare interested me more than, like, most yeah, other things. Yeah, it looks dope. Two-player WarioWare, I'm in there. It, yeah. sounds, it looks great. And that's the thing. That's why... I love the Switch. That's why I can unabashedly say it was the best console because it also, I felt like, had all the best games, you know, because it, it just, it did have a lot of cool stuff in there. And, I, and I'm glad, you know, Nintendo isn't only focused on just making crazy AAA titles all the time. So, but, you know, I know a lot of people out there hate Nintendo and for justifiable reasons and stuff. So it's, it's just a weird time for me to be a video game fan. And, you know, I say this completely not as if like, dude, I'm totally right about this, but more just like I'm freaking old and I am a boomer Your on this whole entire thing. Feelings are valid, James. Yeah, it's fine. I, I'm yeah. absolutely David, a you, boomer. Did you have anything to say about like we talked over you the whole time? Did you have any E3 thoughts? Um, I mean, I think you're right that it needs to be taken with the grain of salt that this was the COVID year. Well, COVID year and a half at this point. Yeah. And and that just it has a big impact on development cycles, for sure. Uh, like, I, I am aware of that with clients of my own, like businesses that I work with. Like, that that's just it's a thing, for sure. So for sure. I'm not upset about it or, or whatever. I have felt for a long time that E3 is losing its steam 
I'm not alone in that, obviously. A lot of people have felt that way for a while at this point. But yeah, as far as the games themselves, I'm I'm still going to not own a PS5 or the latest Xbox for a while. Like It's still going to be a while for me. I, there's nothing that really drags me in. I do play other video games, but yeah, it's basically on either Switch or PC. Those are really right. the two that I, that I play on. I, the other thing I just wanted to mention is that there really was no fighting game content outside of the Smash announcement. There wasn't. Um, Brawlhalla had Ninja Turtles announced for it, which is super sick for it. That's great. But as far as like no, you know, something out of Capcom, something out of Nether Realm, some people were hoping for uh, that didn't happen. You know, and I don't think that's a surprise because I didn't really hear that like there was any credible rumors of that happening. Yeah. And Capcom already has like a pretty identified roadmap of what's coming in Street Fighter V. The only thing that they might have said is like Oro's coming soon. But as far as NRS, I know a lot of people want to hear more. And I would like. I to was surprised they didn't say anything. I was very surprised. I, I, I thought they were going to have something. I would. I would like to hear more for sure. I'm not going to be a big jerk dingus about it on Twitter and harass people constantly, as some folks out there do. But I'm curious. <laughs> I want to know as well. Like what's yeah. What's the plan? Is there going to be more MK? Is there going to be something else? Like, I also would like to know that. So, I don't. I wasn't expecting it really at this E3, right. but I'd like to know that stuff soon. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Recently, uh, you know, on on the synchronized show, we were going through all of the old KOF backgrounds, and you know, as we were going through it, there was a lot of people who were like, "Oh God, this background was so good. Oh, this background's iconic. Oh, this is so." And it's funny because am, am I? being a boomer on this again but like i don't remember modern fighting game backgrounds as much like i feel like the old school backgrounds the artistry the the design the things that they could actually achieve in like going above and beyond to create those 2d backgrounds like i don't feel like i think there's been a lot of good ones man yeah i I don't agree a lot of good ones i think there are some games where they're not super interesting but i think there's there are some that really stand out. All, like, all the Dragon Ball ones, I think, are fantastic. That has okay, a bunch okay. of fantastic backgrounds. Um, MK11 has some really interesting ones, I think. The Dragon Temple and stuff like that is... Uh, the the Chamber, I should say. The Grotto, whatever it's called. AOF uh, that, 12, 13, and 14 cool. all had yeah, great 13, backgrounds. that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's been a bunch, to be okay, honest. Okay. Well, someone in the chat mentioned the greatest background ever, which is the Street Fighter Four Volcano, right? So, ah, <laughs> my uh, favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delete that stage. Shout out every to red stage in Street Fighter Four. Delete it. I love that SF Five just unabashedly has multiple stages that you just can't play on. <laughs> that cracks me up. <laughs> so bad. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right let's move on. About this one, yeah, let's move on. All right, all right. so let's let's talk on. a little bit about King of Fighters. 15 by the way oh. i again just i just want to be proud about this but look we can have more than 10 topics we can have as many topics as we want now <laughs> oh, so it's nice cool. work i'm happy anyways continue first of all the release was delayed until 2022 i don't mm-hmm. think we've talked about that yet because we didn't do yeah. the show last time we know g and james actually talked about it right oh, as it got announced yeah, yeah, yeah. oh okay that was like it when it got it announced when we were live so we talked oh. about it a little bit but yeah oh, all right well the thing to talk about is that luong was announced for kof 15 she looks pretty cool what do you guys think? What a freaking waifu bait character. Holy crap. Like, I've been learning all this lore about KOF 15 and everything like that. So I was like, 
All right, so Luang is obviously waifu bait. What's her lore? And then I was told her lore, and she basically has none. She's there to be sexy, and I was like, wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. Was, she does look good. She's a step up, I would say, from yeah. most of the characters that they've shown mm-hmm. in terms of how she looks and how she's animated. Well, the interesting thing is the animations are all the animations are all pretty similar to how she was in 14. Again, when we analyze it, like I will go back and forth between two videos showing the same move and it's like the same camera angle, it's okay. the same animation, but again, just shows you how much lighting makes a huge difference. I mean, even when KOF I I talk about this a lot, but when KOF 14 came out, and it looked like crap in its first patch version, people took Angel and just took her model and ported it into Street Fighter V directly because, you know, they they have that ability to do that. And she looked fantastic in Street Fighter V because they just knew what they were doing with lighting. And, like, that's... it's, It's so much... Like, people aren't aware... Like, MVCI has the same problem, right? The models in MVCI are actually better than they were in MVC3. Can you tell? No, because the lighting is garbage in, in MVCI, you know? It's it's just... It's really interesting uh, that you see a lot of these characters, and you're like, God, they look so much better! The animation is so much better! And it's weird that the animation is, like, the exact same thing. <laughs> Well, I thought she looked nicer than most of the rest yeah. of the cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely did. Oh, so, okay. All right, let's move on to the next one. A little bit about Sam's show here. So, Tokusada Amakusa is now is released, and I'm curious what you guys think. There was also a patch. I don't know if you all looked at that. Uh, I haven't oh. had a chance to mess with uh, Amakusa yet, so uh, I actually don't know much about him. Uh, I've Okey-doke. seen the trailer, and he looks really sick. But uh, uh, again, you know, it's just it's the whole thing with Samurai Showdown online, etc., etc. It's just hard for me to just like. What did he look like on the? Did they, video? Like, wait, what are you guys? Are you guys talking about like five special? What are you? What are you talking about? Samurai Showdown. They made a new Samurai Showdown game. Oh God, here we go. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like this is pulling my right. You're pulling. I can't. They're, they didn't make that game. You're messing with me. I never. I never <laughs> see anyone playing it online. Ah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Dang. That's fair. It's rough. Right? It's fair. Rough. That's rough. Yeah. Make sure game SNK. I would love to talk about it and praise it and play the game again, but I refuse. I won't. I can't. Right. I don't wanna. I don't wanna see your trailers because all you're doing is grifting at this point. It is terrible. It's, it's crazy to me. You, that. You, have, you have the you have the strongest position on a game that you like of anybody I know. Like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're anti. It's not it's not that you're like this game's terrible. It's like oh, I, I really love the like game. game. Yeah, but I want to be able to play it, man. Like I want to play the game, yeah. and I don't want to jump through hoops to do it. I shouldn't have to jump through hoops to play a game that came out in 2019. I shouldn't. Yeah, I'm just glad. I mean, it's still. I mean, it's. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but you know, uh, I'm just glad that it's out on Steam now. That'll make it a little bit easier for me because Epic Game Store sucks. But I've also heard this still has some online DRM stuff. So you know, a lot of the games on Steam you could play Steam in offline mode and it works fine. 
but I heard Samurai Showdown actually still needs to be online to be played, so you can't even switch it to offline mode to be able to play it, so that sounds... Uh, I mean, like, someone in the chat can confirm that for me. That's what I was just told by... Uh, oh, so it's, they do say that. You need to be online to get past the title screen. You can be offline after that, but that doesn't. that means you can't switch Steam to offline mode. Because that restarts Steam, right? So you can't... Ugh. Well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, also, next topic. No Let's talk about this. Epic Games Store and Steam. By so. the way, by the way, Samurai Showdown is on discount on Steam right now. You should totally pick it up right now. <laughs> it's like 30 uh -huh. bucks for the first two seasons. And like sixty bucks to get uh, all three seasons uh, right now. I heard some regions it's thirty bucks for everything, but right now it's like sixty three dollars. I think for everything from what I saw. But uh, also, there's a Blaze Blue collection on Steam that's available that goes from Calamity Trigger all the way to Central Fiction. I just spent thirteen dollars and forty cents, forty six cents to get all four games. Wow. I may never even turn them on, but for me, in terms of just being a historian and having access to those games for $13.46 is amazing. You do have to spend another $1.59 to get Jubei into Central Fiction. So now it's like $15.60 or whatever, but like... For $15 to get all four games, I think that's important and, you know, don't want to go into this path. But maybe if you buy it, they'll be like, oh, people are still playing it. Let's put rollback in the game. But, you know, I don't. Yeah. Anyways. That'd be dope for yeah. Blue players. It would be. That'd be sick. Yeah. But, I mean, right now, $13.50 cool. for that's all awesome. four games, I think is really cool. It's so, a good deal. Totally is. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. Let's talk about this CEO situation. Okay. CEO was announced for December 3rd through 5th of this year in person. We talked about this a few weeks ago that it was announced. And, well, now registration has opened up. Um, so here here are the games. Guilty Gear Strive, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Street Fighter V, Tekken 7, Mortal Kombat 11, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Dragon Ball Fighters, Skullgirls Second Encore, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, and Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three. So it's a good list, and what's I'm I'm happy that some of those games are like fan favorites that have stuck around or are mm -hmm. having resurgences, like Marvel. That's really really cool. Well, here's what happened. So it was opened up for registration. Of course, the entrance and spectators were capped due to you know ongoing covid concerns like things are better but it's not perfect obviously over a thousand players registered in under 15 minutes and everything was sold out within that day it it yeah. sold out right away just within a, a handful of hours um now jabali has said that they're hoping to increase the player caps so you know keep an eye on that if you're saying they, they are that's been announced do they actually announce they're going to okay uh, I believe it's June, let me see, I think it was a Sunday. I think it's June 27th, yeah, it's a Sunday, at noon Eastern time, I believe. Okay. Uh, they are reopening, so that's going to be a cluster. So if you guys want to go to CEO, 
you have until the 27th to decide and hope that you get through. Dude, it's going to be like trying to get sneakers. <laughs> it is. Like, it's going to be bad. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, this is... It's more than just being about CEO. You know, this is... It's it's also about tournaments in general. Like, what, what do yeah. you think that this says about... Well, maybe let, maybe let me put the question to you. Do you think that this is about CEO or is this about tournaments in general or how do you view this kind of big yes. result? It's, it's, yes, it's both. Okay. Um, I imagine that Big E will see pretty big attendance for his summer jam and i think he's running another one as well before ceo i'd imagine that has big attendance as well um people are thirsty to to go back to normal and for fighting game players going back to normal means going back to events yeah yeah so i i i don't know what jabali was expecting or um anything like that but I feel like he should have been expecting his event to sell out immediately. Like that's if I'm Jabali, I'm like, obviously people love my tournament. Obviously it's it's considered one of the big three now. Like people are gonna come, but just knowing how excited people are to to get back to events, I would have expected it to sell out Dude, within you know a day. So you know what the craziest thing was? Uh, it was maybe a month ago because it was like it might have been the last time David was here. We got asked the question. Would we feel comfortable going back to events? And I know both Tubo and I were saying, yeah, if CEO's in December, I still don't know if I would want to go. And then it got announced, and I was like, I kind of want to go. <laughs> you know, like, I, oh. I, I, officially, I did not sign up for commentary at first because, you know, I was like, there's no way I can make it. I probably won't travel, et cetera, et cetera. And then I applied for commentary anyway because I was just like, I kind of want to go. I like. I was surprised at how much I wanted to go back. You know what I mean? Like, I was surprised at how badly I was like, "Wait, I can see these people at the event. I can go." Oh my god! Like I like I hugged Jeremy at the CPT event. I saw David recently. I gave him a hug. Like I saw my brother. I hugged him, and it just like felt really good to hug people again i don't like it was just how that worked james oh gosh you know and so like i just want to go to ceo and see all my friends and give everybody the biggest hugs again you know like i want to see yipes and tasty steve and all these guys and just like li joe and all these guys and give them hugs man i mean seriously dude it's just like it's crazy i'm i'm torn and the reason i didn't because i like i said i expected ceo to sell out fast Mm -hmm. The reason I haven't registered yet is the Delta variant overseas is kind of ravaging even fully yeah. vaccinated people to mm-hmm. dose vaccination. Mm-hmm. Like there's been like 14 deaths, I think, in the UK or something like that for people that have been fully vaccinated, which Jesus. we were told, hey, don't worry about these variants like the, the vaccination will take care of it. And now I, I've seen news that that it's not a great thing for <laughs> you know the the state of the pandemic the, the the delta variant is causing problems which i i yeah i don't know man i it's so i i'm torn i i want to go i want to go and compete i don't want to just commentate i want to go and compete right and right. i do i do miss everyone and and all that but december is a long time from now man mm-hmm. like i i'm still not confident that this stuff is over i hope it is but yeah, I, 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 I'm just not sure yet. It's, it's rough out there, man. But I do want to go, and I, honestly, I'll probably be one of the people waiting in line trying to register on the 27th. <laughs> but 
Yeah. But it, it, it's not it's not because of my my better judgment. My better judgment tells me to stay the fuck home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But well, my I, heart wants me to go and see everyone and play yes. and compete again so and commentate. And I can't like everybody knows my heart is stronger than my brain, so that's why like <laughs> it's it's hard for me to do that. So yeah. My understanding is that the vaccines are, are still really effective against the variants, um, but that they have you know different is it is it 99 or is it 100 percent of people who do not die or is it like 99 point something percent right. like it's it's still it's still very very effective is my understanding yeah 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 yeah. you know i mean yeah i'm not saying that that don't get vaccinated and it's not effective because of no the you're you're saying the opposite obviously that yeah. everybody should should be vaccinated but there's still more sure. to worry about right exactly um, yeah. yeah obviously everybody should be getting vaccinated please please do um but anyway, my understanding is that it's it's effective. Anyway, um, I I did not uh, register, um, but not because of concerns like that. I just I was just in Las Vegas last weekend. <laughs> like, I'm I was walking around in Caesar's Palace and everything else, and yes, with a mask, and I'm fully vaccinated, and I was hanging out with people who were doing the same. Uh, but I'm sure there's morons in there who were who were not. Right, of uh, course. So, um, I mean, I, but you know, I, uh, my understanding is, is that the science says that I'm pretty safe in those conditions regardless. And so I'm, I'm going back to doing those things. As far as CEO, I just feel like it's hard for me to plan in the future right now, just cause things are kind of in mm-hmm. flux for me personally. Uh, I'm, I'm moving, I'm, you know, looking for new stuff. Like it's, it, I'm just not super sure that I'll be able to bet on like having a free weekend at some point. Right. Um, but other than that, I don't have any objections to going. I think it sounds awesome. Yeah, like I said, I'm, right. it's just crazy to me because the temptation just to see all my friends again is is yep. huge, and that I didn't realize how strong of a driving force that was going to be. Like I thought I would just be able to logically, calmly say, "No, I'm going to be safe," and then I saw. I'd some- like to, I'd like to point out that when James mentioned everyone he want to give a hug, uh-huh. I wasn't one of them. No. Well, it was you Tasty said, Steve and Yipes and you said you were no you trouble. said you hadn't signed up yet. That's why I, so. I, I had him, but you know, I'm just saying, <laughs> a hug. I'm just, just saying that cause problems. Look, I'm just giving you a hard time. Look, I don't need to go to CEO to give you a hug because rumor has it that you're planning to come and visit us in SoCal at some point in time, right? So I am. I will yeah. be hugging you before that, Tubo. Hey. Probably that's that's actually pretty accurate, but I, I want to make sure that I come so I'm there on a Tuesday. <laughs> oh yeah, so we yeah, can do yeah, an for sure. In person show for once. That for would be sure. Dope. I think that would, that be, would cool. be awesome. So there you go. Oh, right, you know I am saving my biggest hug for Eris, dude, because that man hates the hugs, <laughs> dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It. You know the one time I did try to give Eris a hug, he looked at me. He's like. All right, for you, I'll give a pass. <laughs> so you know, I just I wanted... gave him a hug on Evo Top yep. Eight commentary in uh, front of an entire arena, and I remember his reactions too. So you know. yeah, it was he didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Let's just briefly talk about ECT East Coast uh, Throwdown. Uh, they are running free online events, and they're doing it pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're going to be doing 30 online tournament events for Mortal Kombat, Guilty Gear Strive, Street Fighter V, and Tekken 7. Like I said, free to entry, and also $500 prize pot. 
uh, top three all get paid. So check that out. That's $15,000 in total that they're going to be putting nice. into this. The first event, MK11, is, I don't know if it's done yet, but like it was today. It is today. Oh, cool. So it's, okay. it's stuff that's already going on, and, and it will be going on. Um, I'll have a link to where you can find more information in the YouTube, um, but uh, I'll put it I'll put it in the chat as well right okay. now on Twitch. Thanks. Uh, there you go. There it is. It's and everything. This is going through September. Nice. It's gonna be a while. Yeah, it's super cool. And then uh, you guys, uh, we're gonna talk about the Co-op Cup coming back. July thirty second. Wow. July thirty wow, second. Wow. We are breaking the space time continuum <laughs> to bring you another day in the year just for co-op cup. And it's not That's even. It wasn't even the thirty second. It was the thirty second. Is what it was. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So there you go. Okay. That's just the thirty second uh, guilty year game. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But co-op cup, so again, they're not doing an actual tournament because they know that, you know, obviously they're they're still not doing well with the virus at this point in time. And so what they're doing is a bunch of first to 10 exhibitions. Uh, Matson just announced this and, you know, co-op cup is always like everybody's favorite event. So I think that this is really, really cool. And I'm sure it'll be a great watch again, uh, as always. Yeah, for sure. Even if you're a grumpy old guy like me that doesn't really like Third Strike, it's still amazing to watch Co-op Cup. You know, Those it's players funny. are just so good. They're so good. Someone actually said to me, they're like, you know, blah, 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 but it's because James hates Third Strike and da, da, da. And I was like, man, you know what? I actually don't really hate Third Strike. Like, I, I just keep thinking about that. It was like, it was, it's, I still blame Kai, dude, because he was just like, Third Strike is the perfect fighting game ever. Like, you see how stupid Street Fighter 4 is? If you let go of block, you can keep blocking in, re in true block strings. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Third Strike is so much better. I was like, every fighting game does this. <laughs> and he was like, doesn't matter. Third Strike is the best. Everything else sucks. And I was Listen, like, I, I loved Street Fighter 4. Don't ever let him fool you. That dude played so much Street Fighter 4. He loved El Fuerte. Don't, dude, don't I know, right? And, and that was my he biggest loved thing. He that game. Like, even to this day, like, I used to hate Perry's, but now I actually really, really like what Perry's put in for games. Like, I may not like it in terms of strategy or mechanic-wise, but in terms of playability and what it brings to the player themselves, it's just, like, it's, like, one of the most perfect mechanics, like, ever created for a fighting game, you know? And so, like, I used to hunt Third Strike footage, uh, back in the day when it was only on real media and like on DVDs and stuff like that. Like I, all I did was hunt third strike footage because it's like the, one of the most fun games to watch. It like clearly is one of the most fun games to watch. And so it's like, sure. it's, it's like, I'm, I'm sad that my reputation is that I hate it. I did it to myself. It's fine. I will sleep in my bed cause I made it, but I really don't dis like it very like like i really don't hate the game at all so oh man i have gotten okay? hiccups and coughs at the same time that's the worst Ugh. dude i hate it it's tough all right let's let me try to talk through it oh no it failed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> all right enemy will becomes vortex gallery uh they are you're also uh, turning oh. very red too as well, well so I'm, Coughing and breathe. hiccuping constantly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what do you want from me? 
956 Productions is the crew. <laughs> That's the company making it. I'm just going to unabashedly continue like nothing happened. Uh-huh. And they are doing it big. They're running 26 games and 46 tournaments around the world in September. Tubo, and we're not saying anything for the rest of the show. We're just going to let David handle everything. Which games are these? Well, like I said, 26 games. So this is going to take a long time to read. Let's do it. BBCF, Tag, Uniclear, Fantasy Strike, Fexel, FOA, Mahjong Soul, EFZ, uh, Kianta. Obviously, these are Ultra Fight Dog Kianta. These are the shorthands. Uh, oh, Soku, Umineku. Um, I couldn't even get that one out correctly. Uh, Gundam, uh, Windjammers, Puyo Puyo Champions, Punch Planet. <laughs> that is what it's called from now on. Punch Planet. Uh, Encounter, Waku, oh, Waku 7, uh, VF5 US, Dankuga. And there you go. That was all of them. Well done. Well done. You almost got through without hiccuping. You got about halfway through. Nailed it. That's cool. I mean, they're they're Uh, obviously rebranding because they just don't want to be. I mean, obviously, it's bad to be associated with what happened with Evo last year. But I also think it's just a smart move overall to just create your own brand as your own thing, not tied to something else. Just like, you know, it would be really cool if we weren't called esports. But you know what? It's too late for that. Too late now. Boy. Yeah. All right, what do we got here? Tournament results. Oh, yeah, it's some big stuff. So, oh, the Mortal Kombat Pro Competition has been going on for six months, and now it's over, and the results are finalized. The way that this was run was that each region had its own prize pool, and each region was $20,000. So that came out as either $10,000 per, like, sub-region, or $5,000 per subregion, depending on how many subregions were in each region. Sure. Uh, here's who won. In the Middle East, Tekken Master won was... Ooh, he played a bunch of different characters. One of them was Cetrion. In Oceania, that was Waz, who okay. played also several different characters, but Jade was one a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, EU East, Mr. Ramirez uh, with Sindel. Hmm. EU West, Video Games Yo with Johnny. And also Shao Kahn is who he ended up closing... Ooh, Closing it out with. Oh, man. Uh, Mexico was won by Illuminati, Kung Lao, Latam North, Dash with Terminator. Latam South, Hellraiser with Sub-Zero, Brazil, Conqueror with Sub-Zero, North America West, Rewind, who played several characters over the months, but uh, basically played Kano to win it all. And, uh, And then NA East. Combat won it. He played Johnny, Geras, Joker, and Barack. Jesus. No, wait, did Sonic Fox ever get into it, or did, did, did they never qualify? No, they didn't qualify. They just didn't play it. Right, enough. right, because you remember you were saying they weren't playing, so they weren't getting a lot of points and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> oh, boy, it's a tough one. Look, honestly, I'm going to have to go get some water, guys. Uh, you get you can water, continue. You. All right. I'm doing my best CPT. out here, but you guys. CP. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, here, let me grab the notes over here, make sure I have this. CPT EU West uh, took place uh, a couple of weekends ago. Uh, this one, uh, prob- and again, this is interesting because they've split. Oh, wow, he just disconnected completely or? Signed off his camera. Oh, okay, interesting. 
Yeah, he just turned off his camera. You can, that's a thing you can do on Discord. Right, but the thing about it is it, 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 re, it reformatted. That's weird. It threw my window in there now because that's my Discord icon right there. So, um, well, Hopefully when he comes back, it is. Yeah, I know, back. right? But uh, basically the way uh, it works is that uh, EU West is a different region than, for example, like uh, uh, where it, France and UK is going to be. So that's why there's no Luffy, no Problem X in this tournament. But uh, this one uh, last weekend was won by Takamura over Momi. So we had prevented another Kami from qualifying <laughs> into the event. But Takamura is basically a player that's another on another level. But shout-outs, honestly, to third place Ryan Hart. Uh, again, you know, one of these things that I've always said, man, like you, these old-school players, they can definitely keep up, you know, if they had the reason to. And Ryan Hart has that reason, and he was in third place here. So he was right there in the mix and got into winner's finals, got sent to loser's finals by Takamura, and then eventually lost to Momi in the, in the, I think it was, what, wait, he might not have gotten to winner finals, but in any case, he was in losers finals for sure. He was in losers finals. So there you go. But yeah, again, look at this. Akuma, uh, Momi even busted out a Nash. It was Cami and Nash. Ryan Hart used Urien and Sagat. Escudo played Alex. Akram played Colleen, Lucia, Jury, Jimmy played Ryu, Hiroko played Ibuki and Poison, and Fasa played Yuri. And Yurian is the only repeat character in that top eight of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve characters. Twelve characters were used by the top eight finishers, and only one of them was repeated between players. Again, it's it's just it's it's just awesome to see. It's just really really cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I so. mean, Street Fighter Five is a very well balanced fighting game. I think. Yeah. It's really it's really it's it's really hard to say like, who is bottom five in that game? I yep. think like I think everybody's conversation would be different. Mm -hmm. Everybody would have a different feeling on that. So yeah, yeah it's I, a very very well balanced uh, game. We don't have all Not the surprised in to see all those characters. We don't have all the intel information, do we? Like who's qualified for that so far? No, right? no, I didn't think about it to be okay. honest. Uh, uh, it's it's out there, but it's not easy to even find. Right. So, yeah. But uh, Middle East also happened for CPT, and probably no surprise to a lot of people. But Grand Finals was Angry Bird and Big Bird. Big Bird busting out the Ken and losing on a bad rollback. It sounds like, uh, according to what Big Bird oh. actually said, uh, but. The thing about it was, though, just like, you know, the Brazil CPT, I thought it was awesome to see because we got players like GTR who, you know, Angry Bird and Big Bird said they play with all the time. Most of us don't know who GTR is. Most of us don't know who Volcano Rosso is and Benny Best and Mature and all these guys. And the, and the cool thing about it was, you know, just like Brazil, when you listen to all their quotes, they were just like, man, I'm just so happy to be here. Like, I'm excited. Whoever wins, this is great and everything, you know. And it's just, it's awesome to see. And again, you know, shout outs to Capcom. They're doing a lot of things right these days. And one of the things they're doing right is spreading these regions out a little bit more. And again, it's not perfect. There's no Northern Africa, for example. There's no Central Africa. But, you know, for the most part, 
you know, having the Middle East be its own region so Logan and F-Word can't claim Big Bird and Angry Bird anymore. <laughs> you know, it's it's just, it's really, really cool to see this kind of stuff. And so, you know, and same thing here again. Like, I'm naming the characters here again. Seth, Zeku, Rashid, Ken, Kage, Gil, Ryu, Sagat, Guile, Poison, Ryu, first repeat, Jury, Ryu, G, Abigail, and Ken. So Ken and Ryu are the only repeated characters in that list, in that top eight again. Uh, we just mentioned on the previous one on the EU West that Urian was the only repeated character out of like 12 characters. And here we see the situation. Was it 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 characters here and only two characters repeated here. So again, it's really awesome that you can play anybody it feels like in this game and have a legit chance of, uh, of taking a tournament now. And that's really important, I think. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, how are you feeling, David? Pretty good. Okay. Hey, you're not hiccuping anymore. You look great. Well good. done. Yes. Uh, Levo, which is uh, Leffen's tournament series that he runs, uh, he's been really into Guilty Gear Strive. And uh, so right away he ran uh, Levo his, what, uh, this past weekend and did it for Guilty Gear Strive. And what's cool about this is a lot of the strong players showed up for this, right? I mean, we had Sonic Fox, Tempest, Super Noon, Punk, Reynold, Tokido, uh, Cloud805, Diapho... No, it's not actually Tokido. It was... Uh, it yeah, was, I was uh, are you sure it's Tokido? It's or is Hanzo like Gonzo. Hanzo Gonzo is, on, uh, is signed up for Guilty Gear as Tokido7777. So a lot of people think Tokido has been playing, but it's actually just Hanzo Gonzo uh, in there. Uh, but Jan was there. He was playing as well. A lot of strong players in this tournament. And it was really, really neat to see this high-level play. You know, to see what Strive looks like at the highest level of play. And shout-outs to all the guys who entered it. And uh, was taken by Sonic Fox. What a shock, you know? Like, you know? Barely. Just it was barely. Close, yeah. barely. But, you know, second place was Tempest NYC, who has been dominating GBVS recently. So shout outs to uh, Tempest there. And yeah, losing to getting flash kicked on a Totsgeki. I mean, that's like two in a row. Like Sonic had to do that twice in a row to win. Otherwise, he would have been chipped. And so uh, you're like, if you watch that tournament finals, and you still don't want to play Guilty Gear, you probably just don't like fighting games. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, like, 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 the, like the, the top four, like I'd say, matches were just all incredible. Yeah. Oh, cool. Rick is here, too, to check out the new layout and stuff. Uh, I'll have to show him some more of the stuff later. But, uh, yeah, uh, it, was, hey, it, was, it was really awesome. It was, it was cool. cool. It was exciting. I was really glad to see how the game looked and how it flowed. Obviously, you know, I was glad. Right away when the game came out, I figured out how the lobbies worked, and I put out a little doc, like a tweet thread. I saw Leffen doing a lot of the stuff that I had recommended. I was glad to see. So, you know, but they need to fix that lobby shit, like, now, because it's just, it's not good. It's not good. So. so another game where Sonic Fox is the best player in the world is what you're telling me, huh? Just so another far. day. So far. I mean, look look at this. Sonic Fox is in first. Now Tempest, although not necessarily a old school Guilty Gear head, but a big Arxis player. Super Noon, yeah. a big Dragon Ball player. 
uh, punk Street Fighter player. You know, then Reynold is in tied for fifth place with Bladeless. Hanzo Gonzo got seventh well, place. I mean, Reynold, if people aren't as familiar anymore, uh, you know, KOF player, top Dragon Ball player as well. <laughs> Evo yeah. champion yeah, KOF I mean, champion player, player, right? Yeah. yeah. Hanzo Gonzo getting seventh place with his Giovanna. Well, Hanzo Gonzo's good at video games. He's amazing. Like, you, don't, mm-hmm. you don't see it very often because that's just like not what he's typically trying to show you, but... Mm-hmm. He is actually really good at yeah, he's, a, he's a pretty good fighting game player. But yeah. also, before we go deep into, well, where are all the Guilty Gear players in this? Why are they not in top eight? If you look at like the full brackets, there actually weren't that many yeah. big-name yeah. Guilty Gear vets. Uh, the one that I can think of, maybe I think Jan was in there, but also yeah. um, Bozak, Elven Shadow, entered. Yes. But he yeah. got DQ'd because Bozak entered like six tournaments that day. <laughs> and I was actually commentating one of them, and it didn't get a grand finals because Bozak had to do the arcs and stuff. Okay. Oh, wow. So he was extremely overloaded. So I, I, my first initial reaction too was, "Holy shit! There's no Guilty Gear players here. Like, is this is this the the, the new renaissance of Guilty Gear? Are all the the same old top players is going to be the best at this, and the Guilty Gear players go to the wayside?" But then I looked at the bracket, and yeah, they're just. They just didn't enter this. They were entering other stuff yeah. or busy with Arxis, et cetera, et cetera. So I guess I wouldn't take it like I would take this the results with a grain of salt. Not yeah, to yeah, say that uh, the play level of play was low. Level of play was incredible. No, but my, also my, like, you know, my point was that it might be the game to unite everybody again. Like Dragon I Ball was at mm. first because Dragon Ball was that at first remember everybody yep. was playing this and you know this is a game that we could see Sonic Fox and Goichi go at it again you know what I mean we could have another rivalry between they've them already been playing they've already been playing each other online god see look how they've already dude, been playing how awesome is that they can play online <laughs> and it feels great somebody in the chat uh, said earlier they played Sejam and they were in Germany and it felt great you know like wow it's crazy. Uh, yeah, and again, we've heard that all the time, the game that unites everybody, and it never not, happens. Not that many, not that many times, honestly. Well, yeah, I've heard it for a Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball? Yeah, yeah that's what true. Else? I've only heard Dragon Ball. Ball that. And Dragon it was Ball. that for a long time. And if you look at the scene that still plays, it, a lot of those players did come from different games. Yeah. So. And uh, But this right now, this feels like a different thing. Like this, this is, I'm, I'm hopeful for this. And again, as I've said on Twitter, I know I'm super biased with Guilty Gear. The way that I talk about Guilty Gear is always going to be a little more effusively praising than normal. Uh, but I, it just, it feels like something special is happening here. And if it is, the most important thing to take away from it is every other company better get their shit together and put in some good ass rollback net code because that is obviously the most important thing. Honestly, honestly. So. All right. Um, oh yeah. Coach D was in this as well. Coach D was in there. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Who represents like five different games? And, right. you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's always he's, a, he's a Marvel player at heart. He's a Marvel uh-huh. player. Okay, I'm gonna claim him for MK these days. <laughs> uh, Topanga's happening. The Topanga Championships are happening in Japan again. Um, as per usual, there's quite a bit of money. Uh, the winner gets 2.5 million yen, which is like twenty-two thousand dollars or twenty-three thousand dollars or something. Yeah. 
um, and you know the first through eighth I'll get paid. So there's there's always a bunch of money for this. Uh, right now it's in the group stages. Block A, I'll just tell you who's in it. Um, it's Higuchi. This is in order of you know who's currently winning to losing. Higuchi, Pugera, Mago, Fujimura, Yoshikibi, YHC Mochi, Moke, and Nauman. Yeah, and then of note of that, I've been seeing a lot of the highlights and stuff that people have been talking about. Higuchi is starting to achieve some level of like this is key, this is a problem. Like this guy okay. is going to be a problem. Still young. Still He's young nine player. and yeah, him and Pugera are nine and one right now. And uh, from a lot of the stuff that I've seen from uh, like high fight. Uh, clips that he's been putting up Huguchi is starting to become a real problem <laughs> that's cool yeah that's awesome actually mm-hmm. and then block b has gachikun again this is in order from top to bottom gachikun mizuha sako dogura bonchan daigo machibo and momochi that's a really incredible <laughs> yeah. set of names good luck, right there. Good luck guys yeah. uh, block c and d haven't played yet but they have in block c Itabashi Zangief, Fudo, Kawano, Ryusei, Tokido, Zebeth, Nishikin, Kichipamu, and then... That's uh, gross! Oh, it's just, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. That's uh, gross! Anyway, there you go. There you go. Well, that's always that way in yeah, Topanga. Yeah, that's it's always incredible, so... Check that out if you can. Alright. Uh, streaming is done at Mildom, if you're, if you're curious, uh... Okay. All right. Let's hit this mailbag. Hey, let's move on to the mailbag. Yeah. Surprises aren't done yet here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to the mailbag, ladies and gentlemen, over here. We yeah. have the Ultra Chen mailbag here. And we're going to start with the first question here. What's our first question? Oh, look at this. Wasik via Twitter has asked, what were the best and worst parts of doing the show without David? First of uh, all, this is incredible. Why did you yeah. check out our ugly mugs? Did you keep so it on dope. that? That was so dope. I'm very impressed. That was very cool. That was amazing. It's a surprise. Shout outs to uh, Irene, of course, Wave, uh, for the artwork here. Wave Chan. Thank you, Irene. Yes, Wave Chan is always the best. And so there you go. There we go. I have so. her art hanging on my wall in that corner. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Now that's I'm so in cool. her art. That's amazing. There so you go. Cool. Uh, the worst and the best parts of No David. Uh, worst part was David does like all the show planning. So James and I were lost there. <laughs> um, the best part is I didn't have to hear anything about Street Fighter Five. I didn't want to. It was fantastic. <laughs> what? I'm I'm fully back on the hate Street Fighter you Five. You love game. Street Fighter Five? Oh, don't that, tell that me. That game is. That game is in the trash can. I uninstalled it. Don't it's done. I'll never, I'll never play that game again. It's over. Uh-huh. 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 Never. This never. sounds like a conversation that I had with my friend Tubaware in about 2013, maybe, where I was like, hey, I just got, I just sold Marvel 3. I'm never going to play that game again. I'm never going to watch that game again. And <laughs> Next thing you know, it's one of my favorite games of all time. So heads up for that, Tubaware. <laughs> Uh, I mean, for me, uh, honestly, it's, you know, I've been doing Tuesday show with David for 10 years now. So, you know, uh, we've been doing commentary together for 10 years. There's just a natural flow that I have with David. And so it's always like 
weird not having him on the show you know not saying anything about tubo i mean not not the not that i have any problem because we did our own podcast as well but it's just you know david is that's just you know it's he missed you david yeah (laughs) very cute Uh, that's very cute yeah best part about it is is i mean we didn't have to deal with the hiccuping and everything like that so you know (laughs) Uh, i like the very slight fuzz on the bottom of my jaw i'm just realizing on this art yeah that's, that's i have cute. i have it on the mustache as well so oh, that's I think true that's yeah, really yeah funny and you know she drew me with my cats and i told her that you guys are going to be mad because you don't have your cats on there but you know mm-hmm. we'll, we'll... that's too many cats though i think two <laughs> cats is funny yeah we don't need five cats it's okay oh man so <laughs> next very question cute, all right move on to the next one so the next question is ATP asks via Twitter, favorite alcoholic drink to have after spending a full day in the blazing hot sun? Uh, for oh. me, for me, it's definitely a Guinness. Uh, okay. Interesting. I, 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 I like stouts. I think stouts are super refreshing. Uh, Guinness Especially is my one. favorite. Yeah, Guinness is my watery. favorite. For sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's like milk kind of but i also am like i'll drink a, a nice cold glass of milk on a, on a hot summery blistery day too so yeah I, I don't know man i i like guinness guinness is good okay. it's it's a good answer it's a good answer yeah i would probably say um i don't know that i could pick one in particular but yeah maybe just like a lager or something maybe a pilsner is maybe what i would go for Where do you, know, you would definitely you, you want the banquet beer david that is, I really like it, to be honest. I know, I know you do. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't know how. It's incredible. And then I think maybe the, other than that, I would say what's nice and cold and has maybe like a Moscow mule or something. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, for me, it would probably be a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't drink alcohol, so I can't really say. And again, it's I, not it's not anything that I refuse to. I do drink alcohol, but I can't drink beer to save my life. Like that, just not gonna happen. So I uh, I, don't, I don't feel that a margarita is a great like like it's hot. I need to be refreshed kind of drink. I I like margaritas. Tequila is one of my favorite kinds of alcohol, but I feel like that's more like. I'm like sipping and hanging out rather than like it's really cold and I've been working all day. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I mean I, I hate tequila. I wish the agave plant would go extinct already. Oh dang. Like I, okay. I, I, I hate hate like the smell of tequila makes me gag. Interesting. It, okay. It's rough. Okay. I guess my second answer would be not I'm thinking about it, Line Kugel Sunset Wheat is a delicious mm-hmm. summer beer. Okay, yeah. Sure. Tastes that like Fruit sense. Loops, man. If you don't like that, it is, sure. okay. there's no way you'll ever like beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next question from Bonjay versus, I mean, via Discord is, uh, given advance warning, how would you sur- try to survive Kazuya Mishima throwing you off a cliff into lava? I would absorb Kirby's power. <laughs> Because in that case, even if I got thrown off the cliff, all I'd have to do is puff my way back up to the top and just get out of there. No big deal. How, how did you absorb Kirby's power? 
I would do the exact. All right, here's what happens. Look, I'm gonna here's, do here's the, what happens. I'm gonna do the opposite of David. I'm gonna have Kirby waiting at the bottom to absorb me, and then float back up to the top, and then spit me back to safety. That's that's the key right there. Do you think he has saliva in there? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. You no. think it's just a dry, cavernous area? I think it's just a di- another dimension. That's all. All right. Yeah. Who knows what's going on in there? Um, I would. I would just die. I mean, there's no. <laughs> I, I'm just dead. I'm dead. Yeah, I'm just dead. That's it. I lost the battle. I deserve it. I mean, mm, someone had okay, a great, an honorable death. Someone put up a great picture. Uh, you know, uh, planting the trampoline guys from uh, Game and Watch at the bottom of that to save themselves. Uh, so I think that was <laughs> yes. genius. Genius. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What do we got? All right. So the next question here, and I definitely copy-pasted too much stuff here. He threw so. Kid Icarus into the lava somehow. I didn't notice that. Yeah, he can, he can actually just fly back up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but if he's knocked out, it's GG's. Mm, okay. All right. and plus the other thing, KO. too, is that Kid Icarus needed the three uh, sacred weapons in order to fly. Uh, or he needed to have the feather when he fell down, so maybe he couldn't afford the feather because he didn't get the credit card yet to buy it from the merchant who charges way too much for his stuff. So, Anyways, next question is going to be from Fat Cat via Twitter. What instrument comes to mind when someone says Oonga Boonga? And do you think your main character in any fighting game would play that instrument? Uh, it's definitely a drum, and absolutely every character I've ever played would rock out on the drums. One hundred percent. What would kind of drum are you what, what are you talking about? Drum set? What do you got? No, no I'm, I'm I'm talking about like a wooden, a old like hollowed out wooden log with some deer skin draped over it, <laughs> held by some string, probably also made out of deer skin, and they're just wailing on this drum this oonga boonga oonga boonga yeah every character i play is that for the most part that's true yeah you do play a bunch of idiots yep as previously established i'm gonna go with a i'm gonna go with a tuba the, <laughs> what don't laugh at me that's totally reasonable response. no because I, you can also make funny. fart you can make fart noises with it too so you know it's perfect what can you make I, I, this is you amazing. definitely can make fart noises. I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. I just think in my mind, like, what sounds like unga... What, what instrument makes a sound that sounds like unga boonga? Like, that, to me, that's it sounds like a tuba. Like a big, <laughs> very deep instrument. Yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. That's clearly... So, so far, we have a band consisting of a drum and a, and a tuba. What do you got? I mean, for me, I was going to say drums as well because you're just banging on those buttons. You're just button mashing, right? Just all day. So, yeah, probably, you know, uh, drums as well. Uh, And I'm just trying to figure out, like, what character would represent that. What are you doing, Kitty? Ah, Kitty. Oh, yeah. Would my characters play the tuba? Yeah, would your characters play the tuba? Would my characters play the tuba? So, I, I think that's too complicated for E Honda. I th- I think of if E Honda is a musical 
person at all, if he plays any instruments at all, it's something easy. Maybe he knows how to play the harmonica, because it's <laughs> as somebody who used to play the harmonica, it's really easy. I think um, he would be the sickest guitar player ever. Can you imagine with yeah, the hundred yeah. hand slap? <laughs> He'd be able to play like Miser Lou just fine, right? <laughs> he has the, part of it. <laughs> the, the mental part of it, learning all that, I just am not sure that's something he's capable of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And um, then other Baraka would not play the tuba. I, he would play the bones or something. He'd play a xylophone. He can't play the tuba. He wouldn't have the lips to be able to blow on the tuba, right? Yeah. It just wouldn't even work. It just wouldn't true. even work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, Mega Fist is kind of like playing the drums, right? Mega Fist! Mega Fist! So I guess that would kind of work. So <laughs> General Rom play the tuba? Maybe, maybe, because he's, he, yeah. he's a big guy. He could definitely But he also doesn't up. have lips. He doesn't have lips? No. no I don't know what his character. face looks like. He, lo- he looks like Baraka, kind of like the, the no lip joints. This is Just a true like story. Just like the reptilian face. Yeah, I don't. I, I have no idea what his face looks like. All right, let me see what it is. Like. <laughs> yeah, I know. I kind of want to look it up, too. <laughs> General Rom, specifically in Killer Instinct, please. Oh, yeah, he's got a kind of weird lizard weird monster face. face. Look at that. Oh, yeah, he does kind of have a Baraka situation going on. How did you know that? I'm a big Gears of War fan. Well, there you go. That makes sense. So many hours into seeing this character's face on the character select screen, and then, like, as it's loading in, and he kind of, like, does the spin, and then you see his face. Never paid attention to it. (laughs) I mean, you know, he's ugly. He is ugly, for sure. Um... All right. All right. On to the next one. Next one. And I think last this, one. Yeah, this is the last question here. Uh, let's go back to this. So the last question is Augusto Guhak, uh didn't have any information on where the question came from. Uh, asks, what's your favorite martial arts slash fighting style and which fictional character best represents it? Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> uh, well, my 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 favorite like movie style that would never work in a real fight is definitely drunken boxing. Mm. And Jackie Chan obviously has the best drunken boxing movie, so that's done. My actual favorite form of fighting is Muay Thai. Really? Muay mm. Thai is so sick. It is such <laughs> a sick martial art. I wish there was more grounded stuff to it. Because, you know, if you get into a fight, you're probably going to go to the ground in real life at some point. Right. But right. as far as stand-up combat, it's so it's 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 amazing. It's so intriguing. Hmm. Um, well. Yeah. What character? And who represents it? Well, um, man, who represents Muay Thai well? There, I mean, there's obviously a lot of great Thai fighters, right? There's Sagat. There's Adon. There's Jai. There's Darth um, Vader. There's Bruce. I, I think Bruce. I think Bruce probably represents the most realistic version of Muay Thai. Like I said, there's games. there's Darth Vader too, right? Darth Vader did Muay Thai? No, because you said, you know, he's an excellent Thai fighter. <laughs> nice one. That's a good one. That was good. That was good. That was solid. Okay. I respect it. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Okay. All right. 
my answer is capoeira. I used to do capoeira as a kid in college. And fortunately, then my joints all fell apart. I may have talked about that at some point. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty hard to do that one, that martial art, if you, like, don't have shoulders or whatever. Sure. Like, it's, you can't do a lot of the things. So I gave it up, but I really wish that I didn't need to because it was so, so fun to do. Um, it's so expressive, and the kind of dance and game aspect of it are super fun. Sure. And the community that I was doing it in in college and then in law school were, were super nice people. I really liked it. Just yeah, you know. Anyway, body didn't didn't like it, so yeah, I you, gave it up. You both like but, the the kicky the kicky ones, huh? huh? I mean, I, I feel- mean, it definitely it definitely is kicky, but it's it's more there's more to it. I think okay. some of the stuff that you see in media is maybe a little bit over exaggerated. Uh, but I do know that the master at the, um, I don't remember what it was called now, not a dojo for capoeira. I honestly, it's, this is 15 years ago now. I don't capoeira know. master. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the master, um, who taught the people who then taught me, I didn't take lessons directly with him cause mm-hmm. I wasn't fancy enough. Uh, anyway, he's the guy who did mocap for the original Eddie Gordo. Oh, that's Tech. so cool. Yeah, so cool. that yeah, that was cool. So which character best represents that style? It's got to be Eddie. Got to be Eddie, yeah. Very, I mean, what's interesting is that they added stuff to it. Like, there's Eddie has some things that are just like breakdancing moves that aren't actually like, mm-hmm. in a martial art, but uh, but he did do a lot of it. He did do a lot of the mocap for that. It's yeah. pretty cool. Gosh, do I have a favorite martial art? I mean, growing up, I obviously watched a lot of Bruce Lee movies and such. I mean, it's just that's just natural. I, that's a really interesting question. I don't know if I have a favorite martial art, to be honest with you. Um, never really thought about that. But, I mean, obviously, if I said Bruce Lee, then there's like 700 characters I could choose from, right? Because sure. every fighting game has a Bruce Lee. So, I mean, maybe Fei Long, because, like, Fei Long is the most, like, he is just Bruce Lee. Like, there, yeah. he's not even, like... I'm a character who looks like myself, but I sound like and act like Bruce. No, like Fei Long is just Bruce Lee. Like they didn't even try. <laughs> so true. I agree. Fei Long is the most Bruce Lee. I yeah. mean, that makes sense. Marshall and Forest Law, mm, not really. Yeah. They just kind of look like him. Yeah, they have like stories. Otherwise, like Fei Long is just like I'm a Hong Kong movie star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes sense. Krav Maga is dope. I learned Krav Maga for a little bit at my synagogue. Krav Maga and let me tell you about the like three days that I spent learning Krav Maga. Day one was how to gouge an eye out. <laughs> I'm like in my synagogue, like learning how to gouge people's yep. eyes out. And then day two was like, how do you disembowel somebody with a knife? Like it was, I don't remember what day three was. After, after that, I was just like, this is not fun. I don't need to learn how to murder people. Uh, I'm not going to be in a situation where I will need to murder somebody, so, okay. That's a survivor of scare tactics. You never know when you're going to be in that situation, David. You know, you know. Like, it was, it, was, it was not like a martial art in the sense of other martial arts. It's a martial art in the sense of, like, it's truly for war. Like, you're not, it's not like, let's, like, Capoeira, I was saying, I love the dance and game side of it. It's really fun. Like, it's very expressive. Krav Maga is just, like, straight to the point, I, we're, I'm going to murder you. Here's the fastest way to do it. It's... Worth learning, obviously, if maybe if you're like in the military, but otherwise, no, thank you. Right, for sure. Okay. Well, we did it. That's the show. Woo! Yeah. And I hope 
people enjoy. Man, those transitions were super cool, James. Thanks for putting that together. Yeah, shout outs to all the people who had helped me out with this and everything like that. So, oops, that's not what I wanted to highlight. I want to highlight that. Yeah, it's there actually actual martial pursuits, yeah. So. Anyway, I know how to gouge an eye out. So let me, if you, if you ever need any help with that, just uh, <laughs> don't, don't gouge up. my eyes. Get up your boy. Oh, man. James, well, everything that you did to improve the graphics was awesome. Nice work. And thank yeah. you. Shout outs to all the people who helped me. It was a UIU Shen who helped me do the transition graphic and Irene who did the, uh, the, the, the drawings of us. And then uh, everything else I just like put together for like the past two months, dude. Just like been working on this little by little and doing everything. Shout outs to, to the Hado for the initial treatments and stuff like that as well. So, uh, but there you go. Yeah, thank is. you. All right, cool. Well, good to see you guys. Let's play Strive. Hey, like I said, I have it on both PS and PC now, so yeah, I can same. I can play the video games. Mm, nice. And and you're not traveling for the seven hundredth time again, so you can play video games. So. Correct. Correct. Man, <laughs> when I was in Vegas walking around, let me tell you this: like, I I walked around with a mask, right? And I'm vaccinated. I'm with a mask. I would say one percent masking rate in las vegas me really? and maybe that's too high maybe that's too high no like, way honestly, all right man honestly one percent oh. yep yep and what's wild is that i bet the percentage of people who were masked who were vaccinated was higher than the people than the percentage of people who were not masked of vaccinated people like i'm sure a ton of the people who did not have masks on were lying about it oh absolutely and, uh, of course they were. Like, was anybody in the entire city of Las Vegas there who didn't have the vaccine and also took it seriously enough to mask? Like, is there is there anybody in that category who both doesn't take it seriously enough to not have had the vaccine already and also takes it seriously enough to pay attention to the masking rules? Does that exist? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it does. <sighs> I don't think it does either. But uh, anyway, I mean, we're vaccinated and, and feeling fine. Right. But there you go. There you go. Anyway. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Hope you, Can you guys hear the bird? I can't, but hopefully they can. Hear yep. the bird. Why can't you guys hear the birds? I am obviously doing something wrong. I'll figure it out next, for next week, and I'll get you well, I, I hear it bird. now. I don't know what you just did, but I, I hear it now. No, you hear it when James talks. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. Okay, it's doing that thing. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.